Welcome to Movie Chat with Mike and Pat. And we are doing our first mini series, something we are calling Marvel Before the MCU. So stay tuned as we chat about some infamous Marvel character films that preceded the massively successful Marvel Cinematic Universe. Across the sea of stars lies another world, a world almost exactly like ours. This is where he lives. He's 27 years old, single but searching. Favorite sports, windsurfing and Aikido. Favorite pastimes, cigars and sex. He has everything except fulfillment. And then one night, it happens. Hey, good buddy, are you home? He has a very sudden midlife crisis. He lands in Cleveland. You do know why you were sent to me? Listen to me, small visitor. I can explain how you got here. Maybe you're here for some greater purpose, some cosmic cause. Here, he's forced to reassess his career goals. You went to med school? To explore new relationships. <laughs> to redefine his self-image. I'm sorry, we don't allow pets on the premises. To adjust to a changing lifestyle. Oh, I pull it out! Until he discovers just who he really is. Oh, no. A duck in big trouble. That's a duck, man! Howard the Duck. Trapped in a world he never made. Coming from George Lucas, a Willard Hike film, a Gloria Katz production. Okay. Movie chat with Mike and Pat. That's right. Talking about the, the big eight, <laughs> the, the 80s big hair, big blunders, big puns. Yes. 1986 is Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck, right. Yeah. Um, Marvel character. Continuing right, yeah. series. Another, yes, uh, correct. It's a Marvel comic book. Then um, technically the first full-length Marvel film. Yeah, yeah. It's, An odd choice for, I think, for a Marvel Right. Film, they took really. the uh, they took the comic book that I mean even still today I don't think it's really well known I mean it's not it's not well known well, like your Batman's and Supermans and Iron I, Man's and yeah I'd, I I America's. would I would, I would say the Punisher is even more well known than uh, the comic book Howard I would agree with that um, you know I was actually reading so the character debuted in 1973 and by the time this movie came around. I think Howard the Duck was actually a one character. of their biggest sellers. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, for Marvel. Oh, I didn't know that. I yeah. So that seems very strange to me. I I cannot, you know. So that so that would have been movie came out eighty six. We're talking about the early eighties. So I was born in eighty. You were born in eighty one. So. Mm -hmm. We just didn't have the yeah. awareness of it, I guess. Yeah. So, 1986, <laughs> you told me Howard the Duck. I would just associate associate with the movie Howard the Duck, which I watched a lot as a child. I mean, I remember seeing it as a kid, mm -hmm. probably being thoroughly more entertained then than I was. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> this time around, um, it's one of those films I think where you watch like when you're younger, like, oh wow, it's amazing. And then as yeah. you've matured and grown into an adult, you're like, okay, that wasn't so amazing. But uh, I just, yeah, I just didn't know it was such a popular. I mean, 1973, yeah, like you said, is before our time, so I'm not quite sure. I, I mean, I wasn't aware of the popularity of Howard the Duck. Mm -hmm. um, well, this outside this movie, yeah. Yeah, I think besides the Marvel connection, 
the other um interesting thing that a lot of people that don't know much about the movie itself you know the production the making and that kind of stuff is the george lucas connection because this is a george lucas produced film right yeah uh which you know i i guess at the time he's coming off indiana jones you know you got yeah well first star wars empire raiders Raiders of the Lost Ark and Return of the Jedi. So he's massively successful by this point uh, as director and producer. So having him on board seemed like that that would give it some like a push mm-hmm. right towards success. Yeah, you think? Um, unfortunately, no. It it did. Not, yeah. <laughs> In fact, it ended up hurting him. Yeah. Yeah, um, we were we were talking about it. It's quite a blunder. Yeah, yeah, that this movie underperformed so badly, and he has other things going on in his personal life that he ended up pretty much what the uh, Lucas film art, Lucas Arts, or something like that. Lucas film, Lucas film, kind of fell apart. Yeah, it was his company, and he stepped down as president to yeah. make more to do some more producing of his films. And I think yeah, like Howard the Duck was one of his first ones, and yeah. I guess, like you said, this became to fruition because of George Lucas. He uh, apparently was a fan of the comic book, and he convinced uh, two of his film school buddies, um, I guess the director and the, mm-hmm. I don't know, she was the... She ended up being like a writer. A writer. Or, or maybe she was another producer. Yeah. Uh, um, gosh, what was her name? <laughs> Katz. Katz, yeah, Gloria yeah, Katz. Yeah, Huck, Huck was the director, or Hike, I don't know how you would pronounce it, and Katz, but they're both... Um, um, fellow classmates with uh, Lucas, and he said, "Hey, look, I really think this comic book is hilarious. We should make it into a, a film." Yeah, I think originally it was supposed to be an animated film, but they want. I think the uh, um, the studio wanted it sooner mm-hmm. than later, and yeah. they thought that the animated film would take much longer, be a little bit more cost, yeah, costly. Yeah, I, so they went live action with little industrial light and magic, uh, producing us the cost, <laughs> costume. I'm not. I mean, I guess it was like a half costume, half. You know, I don't know. Are you talking about Howard? Yeah, Howard and the all Howard. The, yeah, all the duck I characters. mean, it's yeah. So it's it's a suit, and clearly it's somebody in a suit. But I guess there's probably mechanic animatronics. animatronics in the in the and head the and the yeah eyes. so you can like yeah. get that movement there's a few times too we can kind of talk about i mean that throughout the movie but a few times in a scene where i feel like they kind of the cut corners they just would prop up a dummy with the head with the like a, a head and it wasn't actually a, a character in the suit uh, and yeah. there's just a couple scenes where you're just watching the puppet like a puppet straight puppet and i was like it was pretty obvious like there's there's no Nobody in this body, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, like, wow. I, I know what you're talking about. And they about, did it so several I... times. So I'm just like, wow, they really were cutting corners on this film, you know? Yeah, yeah, so that's that's true. If it was like a close shot or what have you, you're just like, wow, okay. <laughs> it's pretty obvious. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's interesting stuff to read about how it how it came to fruition. But yeah, I mean, it's uh, it was an interesting... Um, the character of... Howard, though, I think what hurt it uh, when when this movie came out, if you had fans of the, of the character, the fans are probably expecting more of what the comic book Howard the Duck is supposed to be like, which I, I from my understanding was more 
uh, satirical and yeah. obnoxious and they i've heard i read one where they they likened him more to like a deadpool character in that vein mm-hmm. rather than what we kind of got on screen yeah they they cleaned him up to be a little bit more nice yeah yeah they, they were really pushing this i think sentimental yeah like a hero it's reluctant uh, hero yeah and yeah. i i was gonna say more of a, a family friendly film though i feel like this film, as this, this film, it feels like it's not, all over the place in it's what it's known. It doesn't really quite know what it's trying to do. You know, when I saw the credit right before we started, I saw the rating was PG. It kind of took me back because I remember as a kid scenes and uh, I was like, wait, this movie is PG. And uh, then rewatching it, I was like, there's a lot in here that I mean, I don't know. I don't even know why it, didn't, it should at least had the PG 13 uh, I think, uh, rating. I think by 86, PG 13 was around right yeah i believe it was yeah yeah because i think it came around in the 84 i think um i certainly wouldn't recommend a family watching this film (laughs) you know i'm saying i wouldn't sit around get your popcorn together and like okay we're about to watch a family friendly film you know this is (laughs) i mean it's it has entertaining parts um it's definitely action-packed there's a lot of action in it um but (laughs) i wouldn't say you want to sit down with mom and dad or grandma and uncle Tom and yeah. you know, I'm, little Timmy, little Sally, <laughs> you don't want to be watching this film all together. It's going to be some really interesting parts that you're going to be like, Whoa. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think back to when, when I first saw it and what my reaction was at the time, you know, you said that when you saw it as a kid, you, you, you kind of, you really liked it or you thought it was kind of amazing? Or yeah, I mean, I just thought it was interesting. I mean, like, here's this little duck who's saving the world. I probably was like, I was probably into just, you know, in awe of like the, of the pup. Well, the pup. They were just into ducks. Yeah, the puppetry, you know, <laughs> like, you know, like as kids, we saw Ewoks, you know, you're like, oh, Ewoks are amazing. And I didn't like Ewoks. Okay, so well, I thought, they, I thought the Ewoks were hilarious. Man. Really? Yeah, I thought Did they were amazing. Did you ever see Ewoks, the uh, Wicket? No, well, they had that like spinoff. It was like spinoff movie. Oh uh, uh, yeah, like the Ewoks Christmas the, indoor indoor or something. like nah, that. it wasn't Christmas, know. but it was like Adventures of Indoor or something. I don't remember. What I don't it was. know. I just it was an Ewoks yeah. centric movie. It had like a little kid in it. Yeah, I always was interested in like um, as a kid, I was just I guess you know enchanted by like you know like you know fantasy and I mean I, I liked Labyrinth as a kid, you know, and I thought that was really entertaining as a mm. child, you know. So like you know I liked these fantasy films that had, you know, puppets or, you know, otherworldly creatures as a, you know, maybe a, a, a you know, as a, a, a hero or a, well, I, point. I don't remember really. Um, I don't remember really liking this movie all that much when I was a kid. Um, I, I don't remember disliking it, but I, I remember not like really being, that into it mm-hmm. like i remember again i don't remember exactly when i saw it and maybe i saw it late 80s i'm pretty sure i did not see it like right when it came out um but you know i just i remember kind of thinking some of it was were boring mm-hmm. um there were some slow slow parts to it um of course, you know, as a kid, I'm not looking at it from a technical perspective. You know, I'm not talk- thinking about, oh, well, the duck looks weird or and I didn't know anything about the character. So I didn't go in with that expectation. But I, I don't know. I just sort of 
it just I had trouble. I had trouble like staying interested in in it. Like I remember watching it, but like not really enjoying it all that much. Right. Having said that, I think maybe I have a a greater appreciation for it now. So we just watched it, and I I think probably the last time I saw it was mm, six years ago. That's probably been long maybe. Before. It's been and, more than that for me. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think maybe I just notice more, but, but, you know, notice like more nuanced things about it. Yeah. yeah I mean, whatever. again, I'll go back and say it's still an entertaining film. I mean, I'm not, but I'm not seeking it. I'm not going to go and seek it out. Oh, I'm mean, going to say I would. Yeah. Either. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't go like, oh man, I need to add this to my DVD, to date myself, DVD collection or anything <laughs> like that. Um, but I mean, if it was on, you want to kill some time, you want to rewatch it, get a little nostalgia. Yeah, go for mm. it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's not a. It's sad that it 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 bombed, but then now watching it like we just recently did, you know, you put a lot of the elements together. You're like, okay, I can see why it bombed because you said the movie's kind of all over the place. Um, the yeah. casting is kind of weird, and um, yeah, it just it just didn't. Um, it didn't really have a good. It just didn't have a good theme throughout the film. Yeah. And it yeah. sounds like they tried to, you know, turn Howard the Duck into something else and try to package it for an audience that really wasn't ready for it or yeah. really, really cared to to accept it. Yeah. So. Um, You're talking about, you know, liking the, the fantasy type movies. I felt like the 80s. The 80s kind of had a, a lot of that going on. That's what you do in the '80s, man. You, uh, yeah, I mean, you go off the wall and you put it out there, and you hopefully it blows up. I don't know, know if we if we throw Star Wars, the Star Wars films, into the fantasy realm, just because I feel like that this there's just so big and it's its mm-hmm. own thing. But you know, movies about um, are just like Dragon Slayer. Did you remember watching Dragon Slayer? Yeah, uh, Neverending Story, which right. is probably the best of all like the fantasy films from the 80s exactly, i would yeah. say yeah it's one of the one of the greats yeah um betray you betray <laughs> you yeah artex yeah oh. i know falcor falcor yeah my cat looks like falcor <laughs> i always thought he was like oh, he's the coolest flying dog ever man yeah. he's a luck dragon he's not a no dog. he's a flying dog Luck dragon. As a kid, I didn't know what a luck dragon was. I saw a flying dog. <laughs> he says it in the movie. Oh, uh, I was a kid. I wasn't paying attention. I was just I just enamored by a flying dog. Uh, <laughs> uh, and what was it like? Don't go to the darkness. What was it? That was creeping in. Like the dark. The nothing. The nothing. Yeah. <coughs> we could do uh, another movie chat. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good movie. That's one. That's one of the mean to show. Uh, Addy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Addy, my my stepdaughter. Nice. Shout out to Addie. Yeah, if she ever listens. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> maybe we'll uh, we'll have to do that. With, yeah, with the kids. That's right. Hey, we should get everybody. Get yeah, that's a good. That's a good. That is, now that's a family friendly film. It yeah, is. I watched that one as as a little kid. Yeah, yeah. you do. You got to get over some sad parts, but yeah, they kind of they kind of wrap up in the end. So yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. So then, um, but yeah, so there are a lot of fantasy big genre she was probably thinking maybe that's what lucas was trying to bet on here well he ended up like also producing willow after this movie mad martigan yeah yeah so which is a fantasy film too Mm -hmm. right yeah you know super fantasy yeah absolutely i've never seen it really (laughs) i mean i haven't seen seen it i saw it i saw it as i saw it very long time ago but i haven't seen it 
since. Yeah. I just remember, you know, it's Warwick Davis, Val Kilmer. Yeah, I know who's in it, but I just never see it. Did you ever see Legend? I did see Tom Cruise Legend. Tom, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a and, pretty decent um, movie. Tim Curry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a good another good fantasy film. It is. Yeah, and I always thought. I mean, those kind of resonate with me as a kid of, of the '80s. You know, like these really entertaining mm-hmm. fantasy films. Um, so is Howard the Duck fantasy though? Is it? <sighs> I mean, no I matter where does science fiction and where fantasy? Do you, I mean, where I you draw that line? I don't know. That's a. That's another. That's a. I don't know where you draw that line, but um, I mean, nowadays you just say comic book film, sci-fi. Yeah, comic book, film. and and you know that that's sort of like an all-encompassing term. So to say, sci- uh, comic book film, which comic books are fantasy, comic but books are, are I mean, fiction. yeah, I mean, would you not dream up of a if you said, hey, uh, I had this crazy idea of a random, you know, walking, talking duck from another planet. <laughs> transmitted to the to the earth and now he's trying to get accustomed to us you wouldn't consider that a fantasy it's a fantasy yeah exactly. no, that's a fantasy. Yeah. you're right i mean yeah i think they're intertwined and they can kind of go back and forth but you're right i'm sure there i'm sure there's some i'm not i'm not the authority but i'm sure there are several people who have like a measure of what sci-fi to a measure a degree of what sci-fi to a degree of what's fantasy yeah but yeah I'm sure i would, would i would just drop it right in the middle and say this is a sci-fi fantasy this film. is a sci-fi fantasy <laughs> <laughs> split the baby on the yeah thing. just throw it in there i mean again like i said i'm not the authority i just enjoy films and uh, i'm talking about them. okay yeah but let's yeah. talk about the cast right yeah so who we got uh, uh i i think i don't know if we we just want to stick with the human, like the human yeah, characters. Because uh, I can't, I can't remember who the voice was of Ed Gale. I think. Was, okay. Well, he was the. It, there's. He was in the suit. I think. Right? Okay. See, and that's where it gets confusing because yeah. I don't. There's so many different people who were actually the Howard uh, Chip Zinn. Never Chip heard, Zinn, yeah, right? Was the voice of Howard. Okay, so Chip Zinn did the voice. But you're right, Gale. But I think you're right. Several other people played. Um, uh howard the duck as far yeah. as the bodysuit um but as far as the uh the actors uh leah thompson was uh cast just because of her appearance in back to the future which That's was good reason the previous movie yeah and they wanted to make her according like they wanted to make her like a uh interesting fact here they um Took her two hours a day to do that hairstyle that she had going on. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to give her like a, uh, you know, this like punk rock look. Oh, right. right she right. was like, she was like a lead singer of the Hex Girls. I'm just kidding. The, cher- the band Cherry called Bomb. Cherry Bomb. Yeah. Cherry, Cherry Bomb. Yeah. Hex Girls is Scooby Doo reference. So, right? Scooby Doo reference. Scooby Doo reference. Yeah. You never heard of the Hex Girls? No. Oh, man. You need to, you need to get, you need to get culture. Wait, are you talking about like Scooby Doo, like old Scooby Doo? Just the Scooby Doo universe. There's this. Um, there's a universe. All girl, yeah. There's an all girl band called the Hex Girls in Scooby Doo. Um, I did watch Scooby Doo and Batman crossover movie. And the Hex Girls didn't show up. No. Uh, it's almost like the Beach Boys in Full House. They show up like every four different yeah. episodes. <laughs> That's right. That's because Uncle Jesse was <laughs> wants what, to be in the Beach Boys. Yeah, he wanted to be. Well, he was. He was in um, that one video, right? Uh, Kokomo. Yeah. Oh, he was in when they they went to the concert. Yeah. He got to go up on stage and play something. Anyway, why are we talking about that? I don't know. But anyway, so Leah Thompson, she plays the, I guess, the female lead. Beverly. Now watching it, I'm just like, ugh. 
uh, her performance was just so so, man. I mean, <laughs> was it her? Or was it what she was working with? Uh, I think it was a little bit of both. I mean, you got obviously you got to talk to like a you know a, you know a person in a, in a suit, and you have to look at like a name it. You know, you have to look at maybe like a puppeteer, like um, you know a puppet all the time. But her character was just so unbelievable to me like she was just 100 super nice she was kind of <laughs> she was almost like damsel in distress and just really well, she, there she, was, was just, she was just like very like i don't know um just one side like she just had like one gear uh, the whole film you know she, she didn't seem to be very i don't know it just wasn't well I, I i'm gonna give her i'm gonna get cut her some slack because that character <laughs> The, the, we're starting with an absurdist plot to, to get yeah. to begin with. I and guess. so I'm not really sure. Maybe she was, maybe that's the character she was supposed to play. You know, she, she, she attaches herself to Howard very quickly, super quickly. And yeah. in a weird boarding on bordering on an appropriate way. Kind of, kind and of, yeah, <laughs> kind of like makes you uncomfortable, uncomfortable, uncomfortable. You're yeah. Like, you know, yeah. but, um, <laughs> but I don't know. She was just, I'm like, <laughs> one dimensional i think in this film okay um and then yeah so we have her we have tim robbins which apparently didn't have any acting experience before this film I, yeah i think it was one of his, his first, first if not the first is one of his first films yeah yeah he plays That's a great like, way to start a career yeah he plays phil does he have a last name? he had a last name because they mentioned it a few times okay um but he plays phil who's like this lab tech at the museum <laughs> Who have a lot of connections for somebody who's who is dating assistant. who is dating Ronette, who happens to be a part of the same band of Cherry Bomb with um, Beverly. Yeah, and that's then, right. Uh, and you have Jeffrey Jones. Jeffrey Jones, who doesn't show up until about Much, halfway, halfway to the, how much to the end? Really. You might know him as Ed Rooney or Charles Dietz. That's right. Yeah, you know, at this time, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but I mean, uh, big guy in the eighties. Big guy in the eighties. Cleaned up, man. Apparently, I never seen Amadeus though. Have you seen Amadeus? Yeah. Okay, that's why he was picked for this role because of his performance in Amadeus. According I, to the, I don't even remember what he who he played in Amadeus. Uh, I've only seen Amadeus once. I I, I know Tom, uh, Tom Holch from Parenthood. Yeah, that's right. He's yeah, a, he plays yeah. he yeah. plays Mozart. Okay, and F. Murray Abraham plays. Moliari does 80 synth pop great Falco show up in this film? <laughs> no, uh, okay. I don't think. <laughs> well, his song, I mean, his, that was his song, right? I'm yeah, uh, yes, yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's that's kind of the extent, right? I mean, there's some like other people that yeah, are kind of you know, people, you recognize their face. There's but, other people like, oh, yeah, it's that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of that people, those people. Like, <laughs> you like, oh, I know that person, I know that person. But yeah, we've named the kind of the pivotal, uh, cast members there but yeah tim robbins said that uh it was a big job for him it was paying a, dis- a decent salary and george lucas was attached to it so nice like, let's go for it i mean really who why wouldn't you especially if it's your first first role first film this will make you kind of excited just wanted to, i was just reading the wikipedia page yeah just i just want to throw this in here because i know you uh huck and cats auditioned for a number of actors for the voice of for the voice of howard including john cusack how does that make you feel? Uh, Robin Williams and Martin Short of all, as well, but John Cusack wasn't was considered. Well, John Cusack, as much as I love John Cusack, seems out of place amongst those other names. But they went with 
What else was Ed Gale in? Was it Chip Zen or Ed Gale that did the voice? Chip Zen did the voice. See, now what else has he done? I have no idea. Um, but uh, I just because gotta, I mean, you got Robin Williams. Well, you're Robin Williams. Yeah, that's like a sh- that's like absolutely, man. That yeah, guy, even Martin Short. Even I don't Martin Short. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Those and, guys do voices. Yeah. You know? Um. At the yeah, Robin Williams is probably big time that there. So Williams worked for a week actually and quit, saying, "I can't do this. This is insane." I can't get the rhythm of this. I'm being confined. I'm being handcuffed in order to match a flapping duck's bill. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe that could be a problem. Though. You know, yeah, Robin Williams, very, uh, very quick, very manic. Yeah, I would imagine it'd be hard to keep yeah, up with like, yeah. the animatronic for that. But. Yeah, so they picked uh, this guy, Zane, because of his nasally voice, apparently. Okay. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. But yeah, I agree with you. I don't know what Chip Zine or Zine. I'm looking at a Zine. Apologies to the actor if I'm getting your name wrong. But um, I'm not familiar uh, with the work other than Howard the Doug. Yeah. Um, but he, I mean, I think in a film, he, he he did it really well. And you said that uh, um, this character was supposed to be like a little bit nicer and less obnoxious. I got to disagree. I mean, the obnoxious part was still there. I felt like he had a quip for every scene. Literally yeah. everything he was yeah. saying something, saying something like some kind of quip at the, to whatever was going on, and it was at ad nauseum. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, yeah. Would you were, agree? I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, and he didn't seem to really get stressed a lot. He did get stressed? Yeah, that was like my f- first takeaway from the, from the get go. Homeboy was like pulled out of the uh, pulled out of his world into this brand new world, and he just seemed like totally cool with it. He was just like, I didn't get that at all. Oh, I totally got. I got. I totally felt like that he was sort of panicking, especially right at the beginning. How was he panicking? He seemed totally like accepted of it. I mean, yeah, he was like getting pushed around and knocked around in front of a bunch of people. He was doing a lot of yelling and running away and like freaking out. I think. He wasn't. I don't know. Maybe it was just the. Maybe it's just the lack of emotion on the on the puppet's face. I guess it's just like <laughs> he was just totally like, okay, cool. Here I am. Oh, yeah, I mean, okay. he was running around and getting pushed around or what have you. But mm-hmm. he seemed to accept his fate very quickly. Mm. Uh, uh, I guess maybe we we are differing on the meaning of the word accept here, because I don't I don't I didn't see the acceptance on his part. Well, I mean, he's just like he made in. I mean, for me, like if I was like in a brand new, like world, yeah, especially if like people who looked completely different like me and maybe three times the size of me, okay, I would probably be in hiding a lot, you know, or like at least more than a, a night because he was just hiding in that trash can for like a hot twenty minutes until he, <laughs> he hops. I was like, okay, I'm done with this. A duck, yeah, a duck has had enough, you know, and he's yeah. just like, okay, and I'm just going to take on these giants <laughs> to save this woman you know and then and then they're having just like a conversation and she's like what do you do and he's like i don't know i'm just here now and uh, i'm gonna make the me- the best of he's just very like i'm gonna make the, the most of it um i will okay i will say that there was there was something maybe along the same lines that you're talking about though with i guess we can just kind of we can segue into actually talking about the, the movie film itself yeah, we can so you get the sense that his world is really just a copy or carbon of, copy of our world or, or earth. Just you take, you take out the people and put in ducks. Uh, you missed the part. 
What? Two moons. This is like tattoo. Okay, this that's, is, that's that's this that's is like, this is like Tatooine. That's two irrelevant. Moons. That's irrelevant. How's that, that? How's that irrelevant? I mean, you just well, said it's exactly like we we only have one. Moon. No, but our, I'm line, saying, our skyline only I'm has one. I'm their day to day, you oh, know, okay. their life, yeah. the lifestyle. You know, he goes to school. He went to school. He gets a job. But he how comes does he? Home, he but does all these but he seems like, like he quickly assesses that very fast. No, that's where I'm. That's where I'm going. Okay. I, this is where I'm going. Like so, yes, he. We get the scene of Howard. He he arrives home to his apartment and he basically just goes through this routine and checking answer machine. Mm -hmm. uh, you yeah. see pictures all over the wall. So you get a sense of, well, yeah, let's go ahead like, and kick, you know, we're going to kick it off. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we get a sense that, that his world is just earth, but with ducks. Yeah. We're seeing like movie posters. Yeah. Of, like my little chickadee and yeah. Yeah. Know, breeders of the lost breeders of the lost, lost egg or something. I don't care. The lost stork. Yeah, Breeders of the Lost Stork, yeah, yeah which like is a uh, playoff of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, he sits down and watches TV. Has a Budweiser. Yeah, he's got beer and everything. Yeah. Um, everything kind of pretty much looks the same. He's watching TV. Yeah, yeah it looks the same. There's Webby's sales. He's selling everything. <laughs> okay, everything looks the same. Yeah, everything looks the same with the exception of walking, talking ducks. Yeah, it's just ducks. Yeah. And suddenly... Without any warning, there's everything starts shaking. His chairs start shaking, and he is like sucked out of his apartment through the walls of the apartment building mm -hmm. and into space. Yeah. Um, and you see other ducks. Yeah, you see, and you see other ducks. A lot of a, a weird scene: a duck and a bath. A yeah, very um, gratuitous. And I'm scene. not that didn't make sense to me because it. It's a, supposed to be a, a woman duck, but she's got a chest that looks like a human. But mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. and, and that, that didn't make sense. I don't yeah. know. Have you ever seen female ducks? They look just like the male ducks. Yeah, they look exactly <laughs> the same. Exactly the same. Yeah, she had a yeah. So you see a, a like a, a husband and wife in her bed, and they're like, "What are you doing? What's that noise?" And, yeah. they, and they're like, "What?" And you see her yeah in the bathtub. Yeah, yeah, that was that was very unnecessary. Yeah, especially if this is supposed to be geared towards kids. Exactly, it was like top a topless. <laughs> That's the first part, like where you're like, like five seconds in the film. What what is you know that, what is this the tone? I agree. I, agree. I completely <laughs> agree. I'm like, and you, know, it's kind of like it starts like a very like film noir, like it's kind of like seedy and kind of just dark. And oh yeah, it yeah. almost seems like that there would be like some sort of voiceover of yeah. like a like a Sam Spade sort yeah, of yeah, like voiceover. Yeah, yeah. It was a tough day. You know, yeah, something, something like, that. like yeah. that. But it didn't start and he's just watching and he's like whatever and they get sucked through and you see the the mom and the, the the see people in the hallway and you see the gratuitous scene with the woman in the bathtub, a woman duck in the bathtub and you're like, "Wait, what?" And then it just he just gets shot out into like the uh, the atmosphere apparently. Okay, so how Howard is zooming across space. Yeah. And loses, screaming. Loses his chair. He goes. He loses it, yeah, he loses up the, the chair. The ozone. And then he's he's in the what we find out later is the laser beam. So he's going through space, but then it looks like he gets out of it. I guess mm -hmm. that if they maybe they couldn't keep up that that uh, special effect the whole yeah, it way. Kinda, it just kinda stops. And he goes across the galaxy. And he's screaming, so you're hearing all that. I don't know how he did, why he would be screaming. We, in space. Is this where we kind of see the intro? And it's like across time, <sighs> yeah, time or something. There's some kind of like uh, yeah. There's a voiceover, and then the title 
the Howard the Duck. And it's like before that, there was Howard the Duck. Yeah, yeah. And it then, didn't make it make sense. It didn't. It didn't make. Why would sense. Why would Howard the Duck be so important? Yeah, to the whole universe. Yeah, pivotal. Yeah, yeah. Also, that's very. That's a. It's a very precise laser too, to go into his apartment and just grab him out of his chair over all those other ducklings over all those other people oh, oh ducks sorry excuse me i don't want to yeah, we don't say people misidentify yeah. anybody uh duck ducklings duck ducky and i mean <laughs> duck, what's the what's the human terminal what would be like the equivalent i guess ducks you know yeah i noticed like on the postcard in his like on his uh in his apartment it said howard t duck on the postcard <laughs> and then it was like that. How many? How many? How many? Uh, how many but, ducks on this planet have the last name Duck? That's what I was thinking. Like, do they all have the last name Duck? <laughs> There's some variation of or, Duck. Yeah, like Fowl or Fallon or Drake. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I noticed like Mallard. there was yeah. Drake was the last name like of the breeders of the lost or like story. Darkwing Duck, where they all have like Drake Mallard. I'm Drake Mallard. Yeah, and, uh, that's right. Yeah, I'm just curious. But his last his name was on the postcard. It said Howard T. Duck. So it's do you like, think the T actually stands for the? The, I think so, yeah. <laughs> they didn't really go creative with it. No. And it was like really kind of funny because the, the, the sign said like, I miss your bill against my <laughs> bill. <laughs> Can't wait to see you, Michelle. I was like, okay. Was that the same? I think, is that the same person that left the uh, kind of racy message on his answering machine? Maybe it could have been. <laughs> I, I I don't recall. I don't know who it is. But I did, I want to think, I want to point out one thing before we get to his getting lasered to the earth is like you see like we already talked about we saw like pictures and stuff but there was one called like howard and the something or other the heartbreakers heartbreakers yeah no. so he apparently had some kind of like band or yeah he, he he talks about like it was Which like a high kinda, school band yeah it comes yeah. pivotal later on yeah yeah just, you see a scene you see a picture of him and some dudes on a guitar that's kind of disappointing though howard and the heartbreakers i feel like that they should they should went with another duck pun there I really think so because they were really killing it with they, the, yeah, yeah, there was a lot of duck puns. They were I mean, hitting us with duck puns. Gosh. Yeah. So it, it was it was beginning to get a, a, a little bit foul there. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, so he apparently was uh yeah. I I think you're right. Like why why heartbreakers? Yeah, I don't know, but I don't know what what the equivalent would be. Mm. Anyway. Um, been I mean, cool. ducks have hearts, so been, maybe that's why. It'd have been cooler if it was like you know, like you know, Howard, Howard the Howard and the Wings or something, you know, <laughs> you know, like Paul McCartney and the Wings, Paul, Paul yeah. McCartney, Howard and the Wings. Or, the wings. Well, they don't have wings. Or the coaster, or the flyer. Well, would you find out they don't have wings because they've evolved? Oh, that's true. Yeah, they once flew, but now they've taken God's taken away their wings. That's what they. He says, or whatever. Anyway, Howard and the Quacks. Howard and the Quacks. Hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. That would pretty much be saying, like, on Earth, the equivalent of like Howard and the Talkers. Well, there was a band called Talk Talk. Or Talking Heads. And Talking Heads, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's, it makes sense, right? Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah. He, okay, so he gets, yeah, yeah, laser. He gets sucked all the way to Earth. <laughs> so he's flying across the sky, and yeah, he now re-enters like another tunnel, which apparently is to Earth. Right. Yeah. And where does he? Where does he land? What magical place? Yeah, of all the places on Earth, what beautiful landscapes he could have, he could have landed? Yes, Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland, <laughs> and this is like. Uh, 
I, I've not personally been to Cleveland. Neither I know, I. I know Carmen. She has family in Cleveland. Oh, and okay. So I, I've never been. Yeah, um, but I, I, I'm curious. Is Cleveland the uh, rock and roll hall? The post-apocalyptic, you know, trash heap that is portrayed in this. Oh movie. yeah, <laughs> they really do. They make it seem very, uh, yeah, just a seedy kind of dark place. Yeah, with, maybe you just ran into the one, the wrong corner of Cleveland. Yeah. Know. Yeah. I guess so. But yeah, there was it, it pretty much he, he crashes there and there's like street thugs. He lands and... actually directly into another chair, um, which That's is right. just like in an alleyway. Yeah. Yeah. And then some thugs are like messing around with them. That happened to be like right outside of this club that I don't know. Yeah. The band's playing in. Yeah. Um, but all these guys just kind of see him and then they're not really like shocked by anything. They're just kind of smiling. And yeah. This is a, this is a, a weird thing too, because there are there. A lot of people aren't necessarily shocked. They kind of just sort of go along with it. They're like, Oh yeah, there's just, they just, I guess some people, I think someone says like, Hey, I know I, you don't fool me. You're a kid or something. Well, some of them are shocked and some are not. Yeah. I know that there are, there were a couple that were like, didn't know what to do about it. Like the, like the science, science people, they all seem like shocked and surprised, but the regular people didn't. Yeah, they just sort of go along with it. The non-science community is what you're saying? Right, yeah. right, right, yeah. right, right, right. They were just like, whatever. Yeah, I mean, to them, it was like water off a duck's back. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Water off. <laughs> <laughs> now who's getting bad with the puns? <laughs> uh, anyway, so they want, they grab him and they take him into the to the club. Yeah, they're like, hey, so and we we found your date. Yeah, you know? and they, they do they manhandle him. Yeah, yeah, and I guess they only do that so they could force their way into the club. I, get, I didn't quite figure out why what what that I don't the get reason it. for all that was. But then yeah, this all kind of starts to ensue like this, just kind of like it's like a lot of calamity going on, mm-hmm. and him just getting like thrown into like this the scenario of of Earth, right? So yeah, he's like, then the bouncer sees him, is like, oh, you're a kid, you don't fool me, and he like throws him out. And then I can't remember. I can't remember all the scenes. Yeah, there's gets, a lot of different. He gets stuff. thrown out. And some old ladies out there, and she sees him and yells and kicks him, and he like runs it, away from her. And then there's a couple like making out in a, an alley. Yeah, and he and touches. He, he's and, trying to get away. Yeah, and he like accidentally touches her leg, and she's like, "Oh my god, what is it? Kill it, kill it!" You yeah, know? Or step on it. You know? and, and he's then trying she, to beat him and shoot him away. And, and then, then he, lands in front of a female biker, biker gang. gang yeah he lands on one of the motorcycles yeah something like that they swack up they smack him and yeah. he like grabs like a random like looks like a loading dock hook and then he's swinging around and, and then uh, it somehow blows up yeah i don't i, I don't know, know why that yeah. happened either it's it's uh, a series of it's just like a series of uh, him just like weird like, circumstances trying to avoid people and trying to get away and then he like falls into the trash can and then he's just like yeah he, he pulls the cover over it he says some smart quips i can't remember what he says but like this, yeah this is this duck has had it a lot of dead duck stuff or yeah like, yeah 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 anyway yeah but on the inside of the inside of the uh club we see uh um Leah Thompson, Beverly's band, and she's like playing Cherry Bomb, Cherry Bomb, and they're playing in this kind of looks like a rough like club because they got kind of looks like the Double Deuce. Well, 
Yeah, it's got the chain lean fence. Yeah, <laughs> I, you, double deuce, or it also reminded me of the club in Terminator One where he first goes to. Get oh, her. Tech Noir. Yeah, or he first goes to try to find Sarah, and you know, because they have the the cages. You know? Yeah, that's right. So the band, because it's such yeah, double deuce, because it's so wild and crazy. They got mm-hmm. like the chain lean fence mean, between the. Jeff Healy was coming on next. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Healy, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, how did I? <laughs> okay. Stars above. Okay. I'm seeing angel eyes. Now. Yeah, it's, kind of, it's in my head now. That you said that. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, yeah it's a rowdy. So, that's what it reminds me of because, yeah, it's a chain link fence between the, uh, the band and the patrons and bar, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So, and we just see her playing. And then, she, then she's just like, you know, she has band mates. Yeah. But all of a sudden, she's just walking by herself. Yeah, we see her. We actually see them when the first time they're taking, they when they first take Howard into the club. And we we see them perform. And I think by this point, the he's fallen asleep in the trash can. And so he, she's just leaving after the show. Yeah, she's and, leaving after but the yeah, show. But yeah, she's walking by herself. By herself. Yeah, down this dark, scary alley where... Two punks show up. Yeah. Yeah, and they're just like kind of giving her a bunch of grief, you know. Yeah, and then Howard decides he's going to be uh, a hero. He's had it. Yeah, he's like, you know, the uh, he's like he jumps out. So I'm the terror that flaps in the night. He did a Darkwing Duck thing. <laughs> yeah, this is where Darkwing Duck started. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <I'm> just... <laughs> Oh my god! I wish he would have said that. That'd been hilarious. He did the yeah, but you're right. He jumped up and he's like, "I'm a you don't mess with a master of quack foo." Yeah, okay. which unfortunately, I'm gonna tell you right. Unfortunately, the trailer that we played says that he's a master of aikido. Aikido, yeah. And I really being a huge for fan. some reason when I I saw that I watched the trailer earlier today before we watched the movie, and I. I thought I remember them talking about Aikido in the yeah. movie, but they talk about they caught Quack Fu. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it, yeah, it's disappointing. I was hoping he was going to go with Aikido because then I thought then he would have been like the first Aikido guy, and then Steven Seagal came. Yeah, to it, but no. And so he, I don't, he doesn't really use any like techniques that I would say, wow, that's a martial art. Um, well. I, he does like a like a wrist lock and flip, and I think there's a, a like a kick. He's got he seems to generate quite a lot of power though for somebody his size. Yeah. Um, and then he got the guy on the ground, and he was twisting his arm with his yeah, and yeah. a wrist lock. And, and he's like, you but though the, the the guy's like, oh, you're gonna break my fingers, and he's basically just doing like the like, um, like remember like when we play mercy with somebody, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So he ducks just interlocked. Yeah. Like, so yeah. ducks have like. Super strong grip, I guess. Yeah. Kung, quack foo grip. Quack foo grip. Yeah. yeah. I just he also used his like height disadvantage to take out these guys because he's going under their legs. Yeah. And he's yeah. like hitting them with stuff, like kneecapping them and chin splinting them and <laughs> yeah. taking them down. And uh, so yeah, he's able to uh, thwart these two guys from um, harassing young Beverly. <clears throat> and she introduces herself as Beverly, and he's like, "I'm Howard." And they kind of have I can't remember their conversation, but. Yeah, yeah, she ends up bringing him back to her apartment. 
Yeah, it's kind of weird at first that she wasn't going to. Yeah, then, she yeah she wasn't, and, and it starts like, to rain. Yeah, and, and he's all cold and lonely. And, yeah, but he again at this time he just seems really comfortable in the surroundings. He just doesn't seem as frightened or. And she doesn't seem very put off by by, by, a, <laughs> by a three duck. foot talking duck who's just saved her life. But I mean, I still think like he would be, I mean, I personally would have been a little bit more apprehensive, a little mm. bit more like, where in the heck am I? What's going on? I think she does say you're in, you're in Cleveland. Yeah, they do he ask does, about yeah, that. Like, and he even like, asks about like what planet. He's just like, it? where am I? Like, this place is pretty pleasing. You know, I'm just like, I don't know. He just seemed kind of like, oh yeah, by the way, uh, where am I? You know, instead of like, oh my gosh, where am I in this place? Can you please help me or whatever? But, well, yeah, this is actually something else. Why going do you back, speak, why do you speak English? Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, and also going back to the whole, there should be like uh, that. They seem like this is the the two planets are equivalent, except for the the dominant species. Uh, why, why did he uh, jump to this conclusion of? Well, okay, they he went through space. Maybe that was why. Mm-hmm. But he didn't seem like that part didn't shock him. About like being sucked through space. Yeah, as I'm telling you, man, he just seems totally level-headed for the situation that he's in. Yeah, you know, yeah, he just got sucked through space and time. Yeah, or maybe just space into. Well, it took some time to get from planet to planet, so it is. We'll go ahead and say space and time. He and, must have been going really fast. Yeah, and then lands into this random alleyway, and then nearly gets like you know attacked by four or five different groups of people. And then he was like just sitting in a trash can. And then he also feel like he would have died. Yeah. But just being crashed because the, the, the force of like falling was from space. I was was thinking (laughs) the same thing. He goes through the, the billboard. Yeah. Yeah, And he just sort of crashed. That would would, like crack his neck, man. Yeah. Yeah. He would have been a dead duck. (laughs) 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 But, uh, you know, he didn't, he went through the billboard you know, it's, I think it was the same billboard that, uh, you know, uh, Connor McLeod and the Kurgan were fighting against, right? <laughs> <laughs> and interrupted that fight, flew through, landed on the... <laughs> landed on the... Uh, should have flown through. There can be only one. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Just interrupt the fight. What was that? I don't know. <laughs> I was a flying duck. Ducks don't fly. <laughs> Oh, this one does. <laughs> Howard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just, it, I just, whenever I see a billboard on top of a roof with lightning yeah. and stuff, I think of that scene. Yeah. Anywho, yeah. So, yeah, I just, again, I wanted to go back to the idea that I just felt like he just was entirely accepting and comfortable with the surroundings that he was in. And I just thought he would be, I mean, I think. I just try to put himself in a normal scenario. He'd be a little more apprehensive to even talk to her, to even engage with her, to even like, you know, oh, you want me to go back to your house? Sure. Why not? You know? Yeah. Well, I think in that scenario, maybe playing, you know, duck's advocate here. Yeah. He's, uh, <laughs> oh, he's thinking, I just saved this woman. Who, female species, right? Species. Who is probably going to be less threatening mm-hmm. than you know the other guys, than, yeah. the, than the than the males. And she's being nice to me, and I have no place else to go. I need to start somewhere, so that's why he goes, right? 
Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So he's accepting. And she's like, at first wasn't going to do, but then she kind of sees him and it's raining. And it's, they played kind of a cool song. It's kind of a nice song. I don't even remember. I can't remember was. it, but yeah. I remember the music was kind of decent. It wasn't bad well, music. Okay. And it's raining and she sees him and he's like shivering. She's like, you know what? Come with me. You know? And then they walk to her apartment and then she takes to the apartment and they entered. Actually, she doesn't really introduce herself until. They don't get each other's name until they get to the apartment. Because I remember, really, yeah. Because he's like, I'm oh, Howard. Okay, I she's that. like, she's like, oh, I'm Beverly. But she's just overly nice, <laughs> overly caring. Like I just, she immediately gets attached to him. Yeah. I'm just like this character is so unbelievable, you know. But maybe, like you said, that's this is the part she was supposed to play. Maybe that's I never read the comics. Maybe this is what Beverly's like in the comics. I had no clue. No I have clue. No I know that's even a character she's in just, the comics. She's almost like Disney Princess. Is that is that like just so like okay kind of naive, kind of just super sweet, super nice, super caring. Animals love me. If I <laughs> if I sing birds will fly flock to my shoulder <laughs> you know disney well, like, like that disney princess well maybe she maybe she had to be more of an opposite of howard because howard was supposed to be obnoxious and rude um, and, and rude yeah yeah and sarcastic and so yeah. you couldn't have them both being that way right I, I guess you're right yeah and yeah. so i guess they just yeah she's like what are we gonna do with you like i guess he's like Passes out on her little nook. Yeah, she falls, yeah, he falls asleep. asleep and she she robs him. No, I mean she pulls out his wallet. <laughs> pulls out his wallet and then here comes the more duck puns. You yeah, know, it's like the it's like the mallard card instead yeah, of like the master card. He lives card. in Washington D.C. Washington D.C. <laughs> and the dollar bill has a that's a really awful. It, yeah, yeah. It's basically, <laughs> like they drew the duck they on George Washington's face. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was terrible. And she's calling him Ducky automatic, automatically calling him Ducky. Yeah, she thought I, she was in Pretty in Pink or whatever. So she, <laughs> she's like, "What am I going to do with you, Ducky? Like I've just accepted you in my life." She got out of Molly Ringwald haircut too. Uh, yeah, but it took like two and a half hours apparently every day. <laughs> she wanted to wear a wig according to the Wikipedia, but yeah. uh, it took two and a half hours to do that hairstyle every day. I mean, that was some eighties big hair, man. She had it. Yeah, it was very teased. Yeah, it was kind of like the Tina Turner look of like the eighties, and just ginormous hair, yeah. and it was teased, crimped, you name it. Everything the crimping. Was, that's what I was yeah, thinking of. Yeah, it was yeah. all in there, and it was huge hair. Yeah. You know? Um. So yeah. He, I guess the next day they go, he's going to, she's going to take him to some, somebody that she thinks can help. Right. Um, and they're in a taxi cab and she's got him in like a trash bag. A trash bag. I mean, fortunately she, she cut slits in the bags. So. Yeah. With, with holes. Yeah. And he's talking. He's like, I don't think this is a great idea. She's like, come on. I don't want people freaking yeah, out. So it's, it's not walking, not having somebody in, that looks like a duck. Is not in broad daylight. Is not weirder than having what appears to be a live creature in a garbage bag. Yeah, just dragging. Totally it. humane. Totally humane. Okay. You know, <laughs> and there's talking coming from this bag. So, <laughs> Even so, it, it could be a small child. The taxi driver like turned around and looked. Yeah, this was the eighties. You know, people didn't question much. You know, no. they're just like whatever. <laughs> not but in this case. But four or five people stopped her and asked her if they could help her with this bag. You know, to me now, it'd be like, is she carrying like a live body in that thing? Like, yeah. you know, like, yeah. I mean, you immediately get stopped by the police or like somebody. Yeah. You know, but this is post-apocalyptic. Cleveland, so yeah, it's, it's pretty lawless. And she's come to find dragging out. him up to like the uh, it is very lawless. <laughs> there's a lot of there's, the police are unscrupulous, <laughs> but um, 
which we can get into. Um, <laughs> yes. But um, yeah, she's dragging him up the uh, like steps of this museum, and he's like talking and he's hopping, and people are like, "Do you need?" And people are like trying to help her, like, "You need help with that auspicious bag with <laughs> yeah. holes that's talking." She's like, "No, I'm good." And then she's dragging it, dragging him in the hallway, and then like another lady's like, "Ma'am, do you need?" She's like, "I'm good." And then yeah. she she reaches like the. Uh, the room, which is paleontology. Yeah, yeah, the science is paleontologists and ichthyology, which is the study of fish. Ba- basically, this is according to Wikipedia. Okay. I never heard the term. For some reason, I would have thought it would be some, something else. I thought it would have been something like the study of birds, right? Because, you know, he's a bird. That's true. Yeah. Well, my fish. Well, I, what, I, what I really took from that, though, is that Beverly doesn't really understand science <laughs> or, or, or maybe it doesn't really have a good grasp on which sciences do. Well, again, like what. I said, uh, the character is really one dimensional. She's just a sweet girl who's in a band you know? yeah. and her manager is kind of taking advantage of her. But let's, but she's going to get, she's going to continue to play in the band and then, I really don't know what her other aspirations are other than making it big in this band. She seems to make a living, though. I mean, her apartment seems fairly nice. Huge apartment. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Very, very nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was basically like an attic space of this like building. I mean, I mean, she's living alone, but it is quite a nice place. For yeah. Living alone. So but she didn't fine. seem to have a whole lot of aspirations, but she's already like just super buddy like with this duck. Well, you know? well maybe uh, she in that first apartment scene. Um, Howard's kind of giving her some backstory of his life and, you know, talking about how, you know, he went to medical school because his parents wanted to be a doctor, plastic surgeon, make all this money. And, but he was in a band in high school because exactly. this is where we talk about the heartbreakers. Yeah. And that decided he like decided he wanted to, to pursue a dream. And so he started working construction during the day and writing songs at night or whatever. Um, and then she says something about, you know, the whole, he, she, he did that and then became a copywriter for advertising, mm. you know, because he needed a, what he says, a, a real job. And so she says, Oh, so you sold out. Yeah. That's right. So this yeah. concept of selling out, like, AKA, Avoiding real jobs. Yeah, like getting know. a job and being a been, spectacle uh, member of society. Right, responsibilities. And yeah, stuff like yeah, that, yeah, you know? yeah. You're so, you're so, you sold out. <laughs> uh, he's such a sellout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so maybe that's why it seems like she has no aspirations. Yeah, because she, you're right. She's aloof to the real world, right? She yeah. just does her music and uh, bags talking ducks. <laughs> that's right <laughs> and and as we kind of find out she doesn't have a whole lot of knowledge she doesn't even have a whole lot of uh familiarity with this you know with uh the guy she brings him to phil <laughs> yeah oh yeah so phil uh tim robbins that's who she's gone to this museum to see and phil blumbert blumbert okay yeah, blumbert. and and howard calls him philzy the whole time yeah, he just immediately goes with the nicknames. Yeah, but uh, I don't think that I think we're supposed to. Uh, that's the Deadpool in him, right? The uh, right, yeah, right, the right, uh, right. smart Alec is like, I'm just going to give you a nickname. Like, yeah, call you by your real name. Yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, he's like all over, amazed by this this 
discovery of there's oh there's like talking duck and you're from a different planet or you're from whatever and um you know he it's kind of it's kind of funny him trying to talk to howard and trying to assess if he's got superpowers yeah he's like i I can talk and he's like well we can talk and he's he's like a donald he's doing a donald doug voice he's like you're insulting me you know and then he's like yeah you're right and then he's like uh uh, i'm even further disappointed he's like can you he's like do you have superpowers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you bend this bar? You yeah. know, and he's like, can you burn this wood? <laughs> can you see into the future? And he's like, just quipping after everything. He's like, yeah. I see myself walking out the door. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That was actually, a, that was actually a funny scene. I like that. Yeah. It does have some, you know, because we can see that Phil is a little, uh, a little too, I don't know. He's just, a little idiotic, too, naive. Yeah, yeah just yeah, he's just kind of yeah, he's really overtly yeah, he's not really a scientist. Well, yeah, because we find out when they leave, they're trying to leave, and he's Phil's chasing them through the hall, the closed part of the museum. I don't really know why they were going through that part just to get out, but uh, and then they stop and they look at the like the evolutionary um, what is it? The the timeline timeline yeah timeline yeah yeah and, and they, he suggests, they, he he tries to well this is where he makes like the one like he makes the one like sane like reasoning or makes one sane you know like or I guess like um I think he makes a, a really good point but before that he was just being kind of ridiculous and yeah kind of just like prodding and poking um Howard and trying to do the silly voices and not really paying attention to the to the walking talking duck that was in front of him and then but yeah he chases him down and he makes the point that like what's he say uh when like i said we well, gets he gets there and he, we're looking at the evolution spectrum oh well the, he's from not, the monkey to the human he's yeah like, and then instead it was in howard's world duck, in howard's world it was the duck and it starts at egg and then like cro-magnet cro-magnet duck or something like that and then he he, he ends up like losing feathers and has more like regular arms and stuff like that loses wings it does bring up a good point though which came first the duck or the egg though because Mm. it seems to start in this little evolutionary timeline it started with where does the egg come from um yeah we could debate that topic another day yeah yeah. so when all that all that's going on it is it is actually kind of revealing and it gives gives some maybe possible so he just grew up in a world where yeah like you know well that goes back to what i was saying though it's like the worlds are are the same it's just you know you you just switch the one dominant species on duck world one question for you when you're taking a bath do you take a bath with a rubber human (laughs) yeah just well and that actually goes back to, to another question though are there humans in duck world and do they live in ponds? Oh. Do children play human, human go? <laughs> <laughs> or do they have a web browser called a human, human go? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking off the top of my head. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Human, human I mean, go. is there a cartoon called Human Tales? Like Human Tales, Man Tales? Well, see, Duck Tales <laughs> is a playoff of like Duck Tale, like a tale of a duck, and then tale of a story. So is yeah. it like Human 
butt. <laughs> <laughs> Human ends. Human ends. <laughs> Human. <laughs> I don't Human. know. There's no equivalent. Human there. bottoms. Human bottoms. Uh, and then, and then, do they have instead of Darkwing Duck just Batman? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they have Batman. They probably watch Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, back to the story. <laughs> back to Howard and Duck. So they kind of leave. Do furbies exist? Do people like dress up? <laughs> do ducks dress up as oh people? furries? Yeah, or furries. Yeah, not yeah. Furbies. <laughs> so what do they call them? Like non furries? I, I don't know. I don't know. And but the, you know, is this more like Planet of the Apes? And really, you know, they don't, they're not covered in fur, they're covered in feathers. So, yeah. But is it kind of like Planet of the Apes? You know, how like the humans in Planet of the Apes were like the wild creatures and they went out and hunted them and gathered. Maybe because, again, like I said, he didn't seem all too shocked at the appearance of humans. It's like he'd seen it before. That's true. That is true. He, yeah, there was no, there was, they, I mean, of course, they were all shocked he was by already, seeing the duck, yeah. but but it wasn't necessarily that it was a duck; it was the, the the talking part. Yeah, but yeah, he did not seem like he, he was, was thrown off he, by he it. He was already, and he was able to distinguish between male and female because it's like hands off the female, whatever you are. And when they're talking about the evolution stuff and the like, the 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 ape demand, you know, nonsense. They were talking about, you know, he recognizes apes. As if apes exist in his world. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It's weird. I mean, maybe we're maybe we're thinking, overthinking mm-hmm. Howard the Duck. Maybe we are. But so Phil's trying to convince them to hey, hey, let's let's do some more studies on um, on Howard, and he gets interrupted by like another scientist. So Howard is a, uh, or I'm sorry, Phil is interrupted by this, this other scientist, and we learned that Phil is just a, a lab tech. He's kind of make Howard, yeah. Howard kind of makes fun of him and says, "You're just a janitor," and he's like, "Well, I'm just I'm a lab tech yeah. who's studying through school, and once I'm done with school, I'll get my own museum." <laughs> I don't know what that meant, but I was like, "Okay." <laughs> and I guess um, Beverly is a kind of a, agrees that he's a quack. Uh, and that wasn't even intentional no it wasn't it wasn't (laughs) and uh howard and uh beverly flowing naturally it is (laughs) let the buns flow naturally (laughs) they are them course wait are you doing (laughs) are you doing the emperor or are you doing the dark overlord um that was the emperor yeah no (laughs) i was was being facetious um Uh, so the, so they kind of stomp out and then Beverly and Howard kind of have like a little argument outside because he's like, look, I'm just a sideshow. I'm a freak. I don't need your help. Yeah. And he's like doing this all in a, like a high estate hoodie and some pants. I just thought that was kind of, yeah, I wonder where he got clothes. Yeah. I just, yeah, I just thought it was kind of funny. I guess she hooked him up with the hoodie, you know? Yeah. And, um, He's like, I can't do this. I can't. I can't do this. I'm just a sideshow. And of course, like little kids come by and like, oh my gosh! And like, I guess that's school teachers, or maybe there's nanny. I don't know. Was like, oh, he's so lifelike. And he's like, I don't remember what he said. He said some more, some more like smart. Yeah, he's been just rude. Yeah, and he's like, rah, and scares the kids away, and uh, does the quack quack quack. And um, this one guy's like just staring at him like while eating a sandwich on the fountain. Yeah. So yeah, he kind of goes on his own. He kicks Beverly to the curb. She kind of stomps off. Like, I'm just trying to help you. You're my only friend in this world. (laughs) (laughs) 
And he was like, well, I don't care. And so they, they just met last night, yeah. by the way. <laughs> but, but she's just enamored with this this little duck. And so uh, she's like, whatever, ducky. And then runs off, you know. Is this where he decides he needs to get a job? Yeah. I don't know why he 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 plans, apparently, to stick around. So he, he's got to get a job. Yeah, I think he's just, yeah, again, I think he's really, really comfortable with where he's at, which kind of, again, takes me back like this. Does he have a social security number? I, you know, <laughs> and how how do you know where to go? And he's just like, okay, whatever. I'm just going to, I got to make my own living. I mean, he's so, yeah, yeah he goes so to goes like the, the employment office. The employment office. And yeah. this woman's like, I'm, he's like, I'm going to find, you know why I, they hired, they know why I'm doing this because I'm going to, find you a job for all the slack. I can find a job for all the slackers such as yourself. She's absolutely rude to him. And there's this one scene where like she turns around and he's like gonna bite her. Yeah, I don't understand that. I, I that makes no sense yeah, at all. I don't makes, know what is supposed to be. I think they're on. trying to paint the trying to paint that like kind of rude picture of him. Yeah, really? Yeah. Okay. But, I, I I actually I think that they just didn't know what they were doing. <laughs> yeah. It was weird. And he's kind of like being a smart aleck and he's clearly a duck in glasses. With a brand new outfit. I don't know where he gets this outfit from. Yeah, he did get another outfit. Yeah, he's, it looks like a kid's outfit. You know? well, actually, maybe he says something about getting um, getting shopping at the little tyke section of some... Oh, at the Goodwill. Oh. Yeah, little tykes at the Goodwill or something like that. Is that, that. what he said? Okay. Yeah, I think that's what he says. Uh, though, I don't... I, I don't know how he, he went and shopped. He didn't have any, like, real money. Unless, unless they're just accepting of his cash that where George Washington has a duck bill drawn on <laughs> maybe it. Maybe no one noticed. Maybe no one noticed. Yeah, they just accepted his dog yeah. bills. Yeah. Or yeah. maybe his, his mallard card works somehow. So it's just, yeah, it's just a weird scene with yeah. this woman just kind of bossy and she's like, I'm gonna find you a job. And he doesn't like how bossy she is and he's going to like bite her, but she turns around and like slams papers in his face before he can snap her. Yeah. And the uh, posterior. Yeah. Where he, where they send him for a job, this is, is again weird. Yeah, this is it's again very strange. And I don't even know why a place like this would be going through the unemployment agency to get work. I would think this place would not want to try to. Uh, yeah, to they us. do not. They, this does <laughs> not seem like a like a legit establishment. And uh, this is again, like I said, what we talked about earlier, um, where this the the tone of this film. You know, are you trying to make it a family film? Or are you trying to make it not a family film? Like, this is another word. Like, this is not a family friendly. Yeah. Establishment. <clears throat> it is not. It and is and not. also, why why does he take this role? Like, it would have just been, I guess, if you wanted to make it more fun and light, it'd been like, maybe he's going to a car wash or he's working in fast food and he can't get that done. Or just, there's so many different things that they could have done. They could have portrayed him, like, trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. And this, this was very Strange. Yeah, so it goes to this like what like romance spa, like almost like a brothel spa. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. definitely it was a it was a brothel spa. I mean, there people are like you Running know around half naked. Yeah, and they're and they're like making out or whatever or more than that, like in the hallways. In hallways, and, and yeah, it's not other. even like in the privacy of rooms yeah. all the time. And he's just walking around with towels and like handing out towels. And, yeah. And has a cigar at some point. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. But it's it's very it's very seedy kind of a like you said you mentioned it. It's called like a, I guess they called it a local romance spa, but it seemed like a. I don't know. That, you use that term as if that's like a regular well, thing. And then we saw a know. shirt later that said "hot tub." 
hot tub theme. Oh, right? uh, Love Lava. Love Lava. Yeah, yeah. that was like one of the rooms. And that, right? yeah, and it looks like it was looked like it was hot mud. mud. I, yeah, like, I hope. I'm, I'm I don't mud, know, yeah. but it was very. I, I, I remember that scene. Mm-hmm. Um, like other times that I've watched this movie, and that which I don't know. That scene always makes me feel gross. Just to watch. It's a very seedy yeah. place. Yeah. yeah. And it's not like that you see like nudity or anything like that, but it's just very, it's just very. Yeah. Good. I mean, again, it's not really, it's not like, I don't think it's appropriate. It's know? not. It's and not. It, we see the boss. They had to have known that like kids are going to want to watch yeah. this movie. But. And we see the boss. I mean, it, we see the manager or whatever, and he's like, where's my help? You know, like he like starts yelling at him. Like you're like one of the rooms is out of water and you're supposed to be my water specialist. Why aren't you out there fixing it? Oh yeah. And he like pops up out of the hot tub or whatever, like two people are in. Or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Freaks everyone out. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and he just, I don't know. He just causes calamity. He pushes the guy into the lava into the mud bath or whatever. Yeah. 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 And he's like, you're, you're out of here. And he's like, I'm done. He's like, I'm, I quit or whatever. So he quits that place. But yeah, that whole scene kind of goes with the, that that what what kind of tone was this movie trying to trying to make you know yeah I and mean, it was definitely not family friendly. I, I will get into it the further along we into the movie we go, but I will say that um, I feel like that they started out this movie wanting to be a certain way, yeah. and then somewhere in the middle of it they thought, oh you know what I don't really think this is working. We should probably go to a more mm, generic adventure science fiction movie which they, is that's where it, ends, it up. Does, yeah. ends up yeah so the, the, there's like there there's i think different parts of this there film. are different parts of the movie where it looks like that it's not congruent though yeah yeah it's not congruent whatsoever yeah so yeah then he's just like out he's like riding a bus people are freaking out because he's already been on the bus he's already been on the bus <laughs> he <laughs> won't freak out till he gets off yeah, the bus. he gets off the bus and you point out like wait he's been sitting on the bus this whole time now he's just freaking out were they freaking out they just didn't want him to leave the bus I don't, yeah I don't oh know. yeah maybe it was like it was a big hit yeah yeah <laughs> He again, he's the sideshow that he doesn't want to be, but he's just he's just making the best of it, right? Mm-hmm. And um, he's kind of moping around town, and he goes back to the uh, alleyway where he sees the chair he landed on. Yeah, and which is right across from the club. But... Feeling sorry for himself, so he's, he sees Cherry Bombs playing Blue Boy and I don't beatbox. Oh, <laughs> bands. <laughs> yeah, and he hears the music, so he kind of meanders into the. Somehow makes his way through yeah. no cover like, charge. with no cover. Yeah. yeah, I mean he's three feet tall. Yeah, three, three feet two inches. Uh, well, the police say he's three feet one, but he's like, he's like three, three feet, feet two. two. Thank you very right. much. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, and he sees uh Leah, and she's playing like a sadder song, right? Like yeah, and she ends yeah. up like stopping mid song and saying, uh-huh. "Yeah, oh, this is." It's this just kind of like another scene where it kind of goes for a long time, a good bit where he's kind of walking and watching her and like she's longingly singing, you know, and then he overhears like, I guess, her, the, the band's manager. Yeah, yeah. And he's kind of like holding out on them or something like that. And, you know, giving them, not paying them what the, he he's supposed to be paying them. And he gets into an argument with him and uh, a couple other people that are recognizable faces, you know, for from, from the eighties, from the eighties, yeah, 80s, yeah for movies, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, once again, Howard gets into a, a fight. Actually, yeah. after that, he gets to a fight after being like, like thrown and like shove, slid down the the bar, and then he comes back. 
And then he um, threatens to stab the manager with ice picks. Yeah, he gets on the bar, right? Yeah, he and gets on the bar. He's like running around on the bar. He's a big running on the bar kind of guy. This is. I mean, if if you were that size, yeah, wouldn't you do that? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. he's uh, he's definitely. A big... I mean, that puts him then like on closer to equal kind height. Of eye level. Yeah. Or actually, he would still be taller. He'd be taller. Anyway, build yeah. beat the nose. <laughs> build a nose. Build a nose. Build a face to face to face to beak. Yeah. Face to Bill. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not beak. No, it's a Bill. It's a Bill. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah he's fighting <laughs> these guys, and then he like does some ice pick moves, right? Yeah, he stab. He gets the manager on the bar, and he stabs one ice pick through the his earring. Yeah, his hoop earring. Yeah. yeah. Very precise with that, and then he's threat- making and he's making comments. He's like, oh, I, I just don't see there's another there's a hole for the other ear. Let's yeah. make let's make let's go ahead. What do you think about making another one? You know, yeah, it's smart. Yeah, smart, like, so say. then he's gonna threaten to do that, and then he agrees to he's like call off your goons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If and he and, make, he forced the manager to give up being manager of the rights band. of Cherry Bomb yeah. and got her cash money. Yeah, I guess they were holding out. I mean, it wasn't you kind of made it. It wasn't very clear like what he was doing. I guess he was just holding money for them that he. Yeah, yeah I'm not really sure either. Yeah. But yeah, I think she makes Beverly makes a comment the earlier. First night though, they meet, like yeah. like she thinks that the, their manager is like kind of holding out money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She made that mention in the first the first night. You know, yeah. they, so maybe that's why he was sort of he was sort of on to he was like, like what was going to on. it. Yeah, and then. Um, they switch like she switched to like a kicking song and then they turn around and like the whole the whole crowd is like not even watching them and you're like at the bar. Yeah. Know? She's like, whatever. And they just walk off and they go into the back room or whatever. Yeah. And Howard ends up going back into their dressing room with them. Right? Yeah. 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 And so all the girls are there and then they all know Howard because I guess she's just been raving about this three foot duck that she met the night before. <laughs> I, mean, what, yeah. or, I don't know how many days it's been, but uh, it, it can't. Well, you know, I, I there was one scene where I was thinking, oh, they've only known each other for like a day. And then I, you think about it, it's like, all right, we had to go through the process of going to the unemployment office, going and actually working. I don't know how many, I assume it's probably just like the one day, and, though, he worked at the gen, place. The but like, off. how long did it, the process of paperwork to get this job and, you know, did he have to go for a drug test? You know, uh, not that this place didn't seem like they really cared about that much. Yeah, you know, did he had to fill out the paperwork? Did he had to go through an orientation? Did he... Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that that whole getting the job and that location was just, I don't know. But you're right; it didn't seem like a place that would call the <laughs> employment, the, place. the tax forms, yeah. and everything. And she probably called like, "Hey, do I have the perfect person for you?" Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she's like she was really like some um, secret owner partner right. in this establishment. And she's just like diverting, uh, yeah. yeah, like That's government right. funds or something. To oh the yeah, yeah, oh yeah, Man. and the whole t- and they're just basically like uh, embezzling um, from like the unemployment commission or whatever. Maybe it was like some kind of they get some type of assistance for like getting employed, getting employments from the employment right. office. And she's like just diverting them all to that place. You know, maybe I don't know. Nice. It seemed I agree, I agree with you. The qualification <laughs> qualifications seem very low. And <laughs> yeah. didn't seem to take. I don't think life. any sort of college degree was required <laughs> or being a human. No. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's another thing. They couldn't find any like, humans that wanted to work there. Or, yeah. I don't know. But 
so yeah, she he's he like knocks at the door and the girl one of the girls answers and it's him. He's like, hey, he's like, hey, doll. He starts using that language. Like, yeah, yeah. He's like, hey, doll. Yeah, and you know, not sure or, why. Or like down here, doll. You know, and uh, doesn't make sense. He walks in and she's like, and then immediately Beverly sees Howard and she's like, hey, guys, this is Howard. And all the girls are like, oh, my gosh, it's it's you. We've heard all about you. And we're totally cool with a three foot walking duck in our dressing room. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the uh, one of the band members is Holly, Holly Robinson. Peter. Yeah, it is. hanging with Mr. Cooper fans. Yeah. Uh, you would know her. Yeah. Um, also, Rodney Pete's wife he used to play football yeah yeah but uh anyways you you would know her from maybe the 80s and 90s if you were you know watching yeah. was she also in 21 jump street yes she was yeah and she right. was also in the the reboot right or the 2012 film when she yeah she, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 she does yeah she gives him a car or something right she's the cop is like all right don't you know yeah she kind of she's like the like the the veteran cop that yeah. kind of gives him like advice on yeah the, Unless yeah. signs off for them to take out the like, yeah something rod. like that yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 so Holly Robinson Pete's in it too so that's kind of one of the actresses you're like oh yeah yeah, yeah. the other two I don't really recognize yeah I don't even recognize yeah them. and um so they're all like in just kind of enthralled with him and he's like talking about how you know he's like hey well like a duck's gotta do what a duck's gotta do and you know I'm here for you doll and you know I'm sorry I had to walk away walk out on you and you know, she was like, oh, my life has changed so much since you've been in it, you know, and <laughs> I can't believe you left. And they got to make, make amends, but it's like very creepy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Weird. Yes. Uh, Phil shows up. And then Phil, yeah, yeah Phil and rolls Phil, in and he's like, oh, hey, Howard, I got answers for you, which yeah. is just kind of bizarre. And she's well, like, I mean, you, we find out he's dating one of the Ronette. OK, I, you keep saying that. I don't remember which one it was. The drummer. <laughs> OK. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so he's that's why, he, but he just walks into the dressing room. Or he's something. like, well, he says something like, "Hey, I'm back here to you know bring. I brought pizza and beer and watch you undress." He says that, and I was like, "Classic." Is he supposed to be? Is that supposed to be funny? I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. know. It's just like I don't know, but nobody seemed to like kick him out. So. Is this a family <laughs> film? You know, but it's, it's, uh, what kind of movie is this? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but he says it as like a kidding and. The girls, they're all dressed, you know. Yeah, they're yeah. not even undressing; they're just standing. Yeah, around. I mean, yeah, it's not like they're they're just standing around yeah. and crimping their hair or something. I yeah. don't know. It takes two hours. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, so he says like, "How are you? I got answers for you, and, you know, and I know a guy who can help or whatever." Yeah, and so, so after that, they we go back to. Well, he's like, "I got to get a sample first, right?" And like, he like. Yeah, that's he, right. Yeah, yeah, like, that's right. He and Howard doesn't want to do it. A sample yeah, of a feather. Yeah. Anyway, he needs a he needs a feather, and then he Phil kind of like snatches a feather or something. With some kind of mechanism like, from his tail. Yeah, from like a tail yeah, feather. And he's like, I'm. And then he's like, I'm so my dignity, or he's like, I'm. I'm yeah. so embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I'm so violated or something. I'm so violated. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but. What's the pizza? He asks what's the pizza. But no, does he? he I missed that part. Yeah. Um, so apparently they don't have pizza on Duck World. Oh, okay. Okay. Or eggs. <laughs> all all birds are sacred or like people. Maybe it's not there's not necessarily like the ducks are anthropomorphic. It's like all birds. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, now, 
we go back to Beverly's apartment. This is where and this gets, is where it goes off the rails. <laughs> really <laughs> off the rails. Where you're like, as a kid, I remember watching this like as a kid, like, whoa, you know, but you're like now you're like, what? What, <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> so what, what's happening here? Yeah, so they're back. Howard and Beverly are back at Beverly's apartment. He's just jamming on the yeah, keyboard. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's, he starts playing the keyboard. Because he you know, he's he's a musician slash advertising copywriter. Yeah, and he's, he's already like, got like a song that he's sort of she says she walks in and says, "Oh, you're a really good musician. All he's done is like he hit the preset, <laughs> and then he's hitting the same, yeah. the same way like, three keys it's over old, and over again. It's the, old, it's the old Casio where you already you hit the what is it the um, bossa nova or whatever. It's like, yeah, whatever. It starts, it starts playing a song for you, and, yeah. and you're right. He's and you like, can just like hit. The, the, he's the, doing the like keys. chopsticks over here. Yeah, it's like <laughs> dun dun dun." And so, but it really, it's just like a preset, and him just hitting the same <laughs> note over ever again. And I'm like, and she's like, I don't know, I'm impressed by this. Song. I would have thought it was hilarious if he started off with like DuckTales or something. Yeah. <laughs> DuckTales didn't exist at all. Like this. Oh, it didn't? Okay. I don't think, yeah, I think DuckTales came like a couple years later. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so that was, I was kind of, yeah, so he's busy doing that. And apparently it's a song that he, he started writing before. Mm, yeah. Before he got zipped through the yeah, universe and, or before he became a copyright yeah. writer or mm -hmm. a copy or advertisement. Mm -hmm. Anyway, yeah. he's 27 years old. We mentioned that, right? No, we didn't actually yeah, mention that. He's, so. he's only 27 years old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but this is the eighties. 27 was very aged. You know, yeah, it's you true. Know, that's true. Know, Life was a lot harder. Yeah, yeah. extremely harder. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, he was a very weathered duck. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> or feathered, weathered, whichever one you want to call it. Yeah. <laughs> so what were you saying? Did you, did you finish? Uh, so Beverly walks in. And we see she watches him and he's playing the keyboard. He's like, and he's like robe and like, dancing. Yeah. 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 He's in a robe mm -hmm. and he's dancing and she's sort of like checking him out and watching him like shake, shake his, his, tail, his tail, feathers. tail feathers. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, she comments and about his music and stuff. And she's, uh, she's dressed in a provocatively, very, very provocatively. <laughs> Like she's not wearing pants. Yeah, this is like uh, kids are in the room alert. Get out. Yeah, this is not <laughs> this is not child friendly. Not at all. Content. No, no. And she has a robe on, but she, she has, basically but it's has basically like a lingerie type of but robe, a crop top, a crop and just, top, and, and then very just, high cut underwear. Anyway, uh, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. and just she's in underwear basically. Yeah. yeah, and so very revealing underwear. They. They they kind of they have another conversation about some stuff I'm about him getting back right because like you know like Phil might have an answer for you how would you feel about like you might we might have an opportunity to get you back and he's like well I don't know I've kind of grown accustomed to the I've, that doesn't make sense yeah it's, that doesn't make sense it's well. weird but then he's like I don't know I've become accustomed to the female form oh you know? that's right because now she, he's looking at her because she's like, she like basically undressed and is crawling into the bed and all she's wearing is like a two piece like yeah. basically just imagine a bikini and a bikini top and she's yeah. but it's it's like pajama lace outfit very revealing and she's kind of crawling in the bed and he's just like now yeah he's looking at her like whoa i'm starting to appreciate the female form yeah but she's very 
just revealing in the whole scenario. And you're thinking like, what is going on? Yeah. You know, like it, why is she so comfortable and so nearly naked in front yes. of this three foot talking yes. duck that yes. she met? What, so three or four nights ago? Odd. Yeah, so bizarre. And she asked, she says, well, hop into bed and we'll watch Letterman. Dave Letterman, yeah. And so he takes off his robe and he jumps into bed. And then they have this back and forth exchange about um, relations <laughs> <laughs> between the two of them. I don't even know. Because she says, I don't even know how to put She says, you know, something like, never, you know, I'm still like, you know, still haven't found the right man, which is like the greatest, you know. Oh, well, that, well, there you go. There's her aspirations that we were just mentioning. Yeah, finding right. Find she the, hasn't found her right man. A right man. Yeah. And then Howard says, well, what about a duck or a uh, oh, other animals. Another an animal, yeah. Or something yeah, else from the animal They, they start flirting, yeah. yeah. And, and then it gets... And she goes with it, yeah. And she, it gets very It's close. very awkward. It's very weird because he like says something like, uh, oh, maybe... Um, yeah, he mentions like maybe you should find something other than the man. And she's like, oh, really? And he's like, yeah. But then he immediately like stepped in it, right? And he's like, yeah, I think he like... He was being super flirtatious, but then he kind of loses it because she goes along with it. But I think she starts to, she's teasing him, but he doesn't know it. And but it's still super awkward. It's super like unappealing for the viewer. As a yeah. viewer, you're like, this is gross because they're about to basically like, you know, because she's like, oh well, now she's like, oh well, maybe we should, maybe we should. And he's like, oh no 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 no. And he's like trying to now like, yeah. She even trying, starts to like take she, off her. Yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. She's going with the advances, and now he's trying to do everything he can to like avoid her advances because he's like, I oh, I, I was just kidding around, I was just joking, whatever. But it's very uncomfortable, it's a very comfortable, uncomfortable scene. And then she just kind of she puts her hand inside his shirt, yeah, like rubbing his chest, and his then his feathery chest, his head feathers pop up. Pop yeah, up, I guess I don't know if that's supposed I to be something that was supposed to be funny, you know. Like, I, oh, I know, like, I, yeah, I get that. Yeah, it was I get supposed that. To be funny, but... like he's losing his cool because you know he's kind of, lack of a better word, just kind of turned on by her, but he doesn't want to engage. And she, I don't I think, want to engage in this conversation. Yeah. Honestly. And she's, <laughs> I think she's just teasing him at this point, but he doesn't know that he's like, Oh man, I just, yeah. I just revved her up and I can't get her to stop. And then she's like, all right, well just, okay. She's like backs down says, okay, well let's just do a kiss. Good night. You know? And then you see like this, you just see the uh, shadow the of silhouette. Them, yeah. yeah. Of them kissing. And then, out of nowhere, Phil and like two other dudes just roll up and like watch <laughs> just them, walk in, walk, walk in while she's like, nearly basically in her pajamas and he's like, you know, kissing her and it's kind of a just thank God. And it ended in an awkward moment. Yeah, because yeah. That was a super awkward scene. Shouldn't have been there. So there's three scenes right, right off the bat. Just like, what is this film? You mm -hmm. know, what is going on? Why does she care for this? I don't know. It's, Bizarre. Yeah, it is very weird. Uh, but fortunately, uh, the three dudes, Phil being one of them, show up and oh, the door was open. Yeah, we we get the we get a stop to that other stuff. Uh, now we meet Jeffrey Jones. Jeffrey Jones has finally made an appearance. Yes, he uh, is Doctor Walt Jennings. That's right. Um, and then they proceed to offer an explanation as to how Howard arrived. 
here on earth uh and they actually have a video right don't they show a video yeah, of like the so they were they were looking for what what is this thing called a laser spectroscope thank you and the laser spectroscope they were trying to extract atmospheric samples from around i think alpha centauri which is a star oh, okay okay and i could be getting some of that, those details wrong anyway in the process the laser went off mystic's target yeah of course and instead of hitting a very broad target at like an atmosphere hit a very specific target of a three foot one duck sorry three foot two duck mm -hmm. sitting in a, in a chair in an apartment in the middle of an apartment building duck world in duck world fascinating yeah she also noticed that the, the when he was pulled out of duck world that the world was shaped like an egg yes i did notice okay, that, yeah yeah instead of like a round universe a round world or yeah yeah planet it was shaped like an egg it was yes, an egg shape. i didn't notice that um so anyway so this is how they explain and and when that happened a feather a feather came down and that's what they were going to match the feather that phil stole extracted from uh, his snatched yeah. yeah yeah plucked plucked nice very plucky uh, <laughs> plucky duck yeah who's plucky duck uh, oh tiny, tiny tunes. tunes that's right yeah. um anyway so that's how they matched them and so they explained that hey we believe that we can reverse this and we can send you using this uh laser spectrometer spectroscope spectroscope whatever come on man it's, it's not real get your technological <laughs> terminology correct okay a laser, laser spectroscope, spectroscope. Uh, and reverse it in and stereo. send him back yeah in stereo yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right yeah so that's the plan and they're sticking to it yeah and so now they're in a van and driving to what's this place called Dynatechnics. Dynatechnics. Is that right? I believe so. We'll yeah. just go with that. Dynatechnics. Mm -hmm. Dynatechnics. Yeah. And this is where they have like another, this is where like he's like, all right, so you're telling me we could reverse it and get me back home. And you're like, he's like, and then yeah, Walt Jennings, Dr. Jennings, Jeffrey yeah. Jennings is like, yes, little one, We, I believe we have what it takes to get you back home. And they're like, all right. And then you're like riding in a van with like, uh, Who's the other guy? I don't really remember. He's just one of the other colleagues of Dr. Yeah, Jennings. I don't remember them really. He seems to have a lot of lines, but yeah. I don't remember them having a name. It's Dr. Jennings. Actually, he did have a name, I think, but I don't Yeah, but he, he wasn't. It important. wasn't Larry because Larry was the other guy. So it was David Pamer. Yeah, David Pamer was yeah. Larry, who didn't have a whole lot of, I mean, he liked two lines. Yeah. Yeah. That's another like recognizable face. Yeah. But so they're in the, they're like in a cargo van while Phil's driving this random other guys here. And then <laughs> just so everybody knows Pat just gave me hand motions for driving. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was like doing the steering wheel. That's how you drive a van. Yeah. So, yeah. I guess the audience can't see me. Do that. <laughs> yeah, I got to learn to do that. Um, so yeah, Phil's driving the van while Beverly and Howard are sitting in the back. And then Howard has this conversation, which we'll get to in a moment. Hello, Cleveland. This is a Joey Roma. You know, back in the old country, my father used to say, Joey, don't be like everybody else. You must be a bit different. So I thought to myself, you know what? When I wanted to start a restaurant, I was thinking I wanted to do an Italian restaurant. But then I said to myself, 
What's different about the pizza? What's different about the kazon? What's different about the pasta, the antipasta? It's all the same. So after my father told me this beautiful message, I said to myself, I really love that Cajun sushi. So what I did is I opened a restaurant. So you need to come on down to my diner, Joey Romer's Cajun Sushi Diner. He's to take a little bit of sushi, he's to take a little bit of the Cajun spices, and you mix it together. You're gonna love it. So come on down. We serve the Greater Metro Cleveland area. Everybody's welcome to the Joey Cajun Sushi Diner. Yeah, so that's a weird emotional conversation in the back of the van. Yeah, he says he's like not a sentimental duck, um, but you know he would. He only he's really excited about returning, but now he has regrets because he met her. He met Beverly. Beverly's the one person keeping him here. Yeah, you know? I feel like things like that <clears throat> drag a movie a little bit. Yeah, not that this movie like had a lot of excitement going on, yeah. but it definitely. So they're, uh, it kind of made they're it really get a they're really trying to cultivate this like special relationship between Howard yeah. and, and Beverly, but as the audience member, you don't want to see that. <laughs> you know, no. We already just went through a really uncomfortable scene where you're like, "Why is this even on the screen?" You yeah. know, I feel like they could have done a better job of showing a platonic relationship, but they really took it to a different level of creepiness. I wonder though if they thought that they had to go to that because if he's going to be stuck on earth we don't know that he's going yeah back. okay let's say for sake of argument they this plan doesn't work and he's going to be stuck on earth he's going to have somebody to cling to yeah i mean he if there's no other ducks no like him I mean, he can't just go out to like the local pond yeah, and like no more ducks local the singles pond. Yeah, he's got to wade somewhere. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> there's no, there's no birds of a feather to flock together. No. He's just got to find someone. Yeah. You know? no. But is that what we're going with? So, because the because because the situation is dire, he's going to just spark this bizarre romantic relationship with this human woman i don't know i just wish i wish they would have just toned down all the sappiness yeah and made it more like hey i'm so well that goes back into what really were they wanting to make this movie or what kind of tone this want this movie to be because there's no point in like creating a romance there right exactly it's just you're right it just it seems so out of place it seemed kind of gross and too um no one liked it. <laughs> yeah, nobody. I don't think anybody. No, nobody you, was like cheering for them to be together. If, you know? if you didn't have it in there, nobody was going to walk away from this movie and say, "You know what this movie was missing? This movie was missing a romance. A romance between. It needed a love story Beverly between and Howard. Yeah, yeah between we're a human not, and a duck. They were not enough. <laughs> they were not convincing. Um, actually, at this point, they were like still not convincing, but it took. <clears throat> level you're like uh where's my bar fact yeah but um and uh, you know i don't know maybe in the i mean again i'm not the authority of the comic books but maybe there is like some type of relationship in the comics um that they were trying to portray i don't know um, I, so I, don't, I don't even know if this however the character even exists howard the duck fans books. please by all means you know uh, let us know but uh this one just it just it, yeah 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 it doesn't I think, work. it doesn't work i uh i think maybe maybe we're, maybe we're lingering too long in this 
topic, but it is kind of a hard one to to overlook. But. Right. So they 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 were they roll up on Dino Technics. Maybe is that what we're gonna say? <laughs> Not Dino. Dina. Dina. Yeah. Dino DNA. <laughs> uh, so Dino. Hey. There was an actor in this movie that's also in Jurassic Park. Dino, D- Dino DNA. Yeah. Dinosaur. Okay. So we get to Dynatechnics, which is just this auspicious industrial plant building with a huge. Yeah, Dynatechnics. Dynatechnics with a huge like laser beam sticking out of the. Uh, What's that thing called? Laser spectroscope <laughs> sticking right. out of the building. <laughs> I wish I learned how they filmed that because I didn't see anything about how they film this because then you go into like it, it gets really industrial really quickly they go into this building and the alarms are going off and <clears throat> yeah obviously there's an emergency it's and they are totally cool with letting just for some civilians walk yeah in they're all place. walking in while yeah. everybody else is panicking and, and it's kind of running out, running out. Running out. Running out. I don't, yeah. I don't, they and don't seem to sense any danger that, that third guy who we don't know his name is like letting him in and pressing buttons to get him to that pass. That's like right. Security yeah. Guard. So that was his purpose just to yeah. get him in. Yeah, yeah. And they get into like They finally come into the laboratory with the laser spectroscope, which is this massive, like, I don't know, like how to describe it. It's just this massive telescope that sticks out of the building of the, yeah. Of yeah. I don't even know what that thing, if it, a, maybe it was a telescope and, and it's then... got all this stuff at the bottom of it. Um, and all this like, you know, equipment around it. Um, I guess like it's supposed to be like this huge Hubble telescope or something. And yeah, everybody's just kind of running around in hysterics and they're just like walking in like, what's, what's going on? Dude, there's actually a company called Dynatechnics in Raleigh. Oh, wow. How about that? (laughs) Beautiful. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, There's been an explosion, right? Yeah. So they tried to restart the, they tried to start it back up. Yeah, I, I think I missed I missed the the spec or the technical jargon on like what exactly happened. Yeah, they were they started it back up, tried to run the process again. I think they were trying to warm it up to get ready to kick back Howard, right? Yeah, but somehow it extracted something back. They did the extraction they again instead on, of like shooting. They out turned it on. It malfunctioned, and yeah, like course. an explosion happened. And like Doctor Jennings, who was running the thing, you know, who started it up and he got it going, like just disappeared. Like they said, he there was an explosion. And he just disappeared. We yeah. don't know what, where Doctor Jennings <clears throat> is. Yeah, and everybody's kind of running out in like mass hysteria. It's like again, kind of just a very weird scene because like there are people running out and trying to leave. There's one guy who's like faces like burnt off and he's like, yeah, we right. shouldn't mess with science, science. <laughs> we messed with science. Yes. No, and, no he, science. and he's like hysterical, but other people were kind of standing around like, yeah, you know, it's just, it just, it's a very mixed bag of what's going on, you know, but right. we're supposed to believe that uh, the hysterics has happened because something blew up. Well, the the blow up brought attention to the local authorities. Okay, I was about to ask you what what attracted the the police to this the blow up. I imagine. Okay, that was it. The explosion. Yeah, yeah. Because I could not remember why they would just show up, and they show up as if a crime was committed, not necessarily because of uh, yeah. They don't seem like very, an emergency. Yeah, they don't very. They don't have like yeah. You're right. They don't have like um the ambulance there. Yeah, I don't remember them. I don't remember fire. There's trucks. no EMS. Yeah, yeah there's yeah, no the like life saving. Uh, measures taking, you know, it's just cops. Yeah. And a ton of them. Yeah. And then the one guy shows up. I don't know. 
he's like the head. The, the, lead, oh, the, the, the lead, lead guy detective. there. Yeah. 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 He shows up immediately. You can, you see that he's kind of a jerk and I don't know. He's not a very nice guy. And they, they yeah, get well, Howard. Yeah. Well, somehow they detain Howard. Yeah. Because yeah. he's a duck. Yeah. They've, and they're like, hey, you gotta come, you gotta come see the thing. And they're like, the thing? You know, like, yeah, you have to see him. And then, oh, that's right, that's yeah, right. Yeah, and he's a. Uh, they're doing a little bit of like duck profiling or something like that. And um, yeah, they they detain him. They separate he and Beverly, um, don't they? Somehow, yeah. Somehow they separate her, and it's just. And then they get separated from others and oh they're going to be taken to another area and then one of the cops goes to get a cigar well no there was a part like yeah so he's detained in his room with other cops right yeah um no one knows no one seems to care where dr jennings is no one's attending to any of the other like scientists who all had their faces blown up or who were like whatever he goes in, the lead detective goes in, he's like, uh, what's this thing? And that's when Howard comes around the corner. He's like, I have my rights, you know, and yeah. he's like arguing with them. And they're like, well, we're going to place you. And then they like, they grab him. And it's this really weird scene where they like strip him. Oh, right. Yeah. And he's like shaking his legs and he's like in his boxers. I'm like, okay, this is clearly a puppet. You know, mm-hmm. this is a puppet scene because the guys are holding it up or whatever. And he's like, and they're, they're also struggling with yeah, him yeah. because Howard, I guess, is like stronger strong, than they think. Yeah. He's got super, super strength. Yeah. And, um, you know, he's three foot duck um, and talking. And this is where it's like, place him under arrest. Like, For what? Like, what's the charge? He's like, illegal alien. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, they, this is where like the cop, then they, everybody leaves. They live with the one classic trope, leave with the one cop, you know. And then one cop is like walking out with them. And then, yeah, Beverly just comes out of nowhere. Just like, you let, you leave him alone. You let him, you let him go. And it takes him to just like an outdoor space. Right. And she's like, he's like, you can't be in here, but it looks like a very common place. <laughs> and you're uh, right. And then there's like a cigar. And he's like, Oh wait, a cigar. And yeah. Like, he goes and grabs a cigar and that distracts him. And then there's somehow a lit cigar too. Uh, that gets knocked into a trash. Oh, I think Beverly knocks a lit cigar into a trash can. The cop is like, "Oh, don't do that," because they're, I guess, could fire yeah, or something. something. For some yeah. reason, he then reaches inside a very deep trash can. Yeah, yeah. And then he gets Howard pushes him further into the trash can. Beverly grabs the gun he gets out wild, of his. He gets holster. wild stallion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's how they. That's how they. They run away or something like that. I don't remember if they do they handcuff him or something. Trash can. Remember yeah. a trash can. Yeah. And so then they go and hide. Yeah. And they're they hiding. Go, under, they I, have his gun. Yeah. They're hiding under stairs in this laboratory. Yeah. And then that's when Dr. Uh, they somebody somewhere in here. Well, this is where the cops get, are. They, they're talking about like. This is where the cops are like, all right, he's he's armed and dangerous. Shoot to kill. Yeah. He's a three foot one duck and he's like three foot two actually and he's listening to the whole thing you know just commenting to everything the cop says and they're all like they're like you know it was they're very like um i don't know like they're very just i don't know they're all about shoot first ask questions later these cops are, basically yeah you know, these cops yeah have, 
have no scruples whatsoever. So they're just uh, very dirty, hairy. You know, like this was was just eliminate. They throw away the gun, actually eliminate the threat in this time when they. Right, Howard tosses the, when he says he's armed and dangerous. He tosses yeah, the gun into like a, a random like bucket of grease or bucket of, yeah, yeah, like a a barrel of grease or something. And yeah. then, then this is when they see Doctor Jennings. Yeah, he's like who walk, he just woke up. He's like, uh, yeah, and he he, like, he doesn't he doesn't look too good. He doesn't feel well, but he yeah. re- immediately sees it's them. He's like he's like Howard. I don't know. He's like something happened. Explosion. I don't I don't feel like myself right now, but. We got to get out of here. Yeah. He's like, he gotta... talks about something came through. Yeah. The laser and he just feels, yeah, like you said, he, he feels something's not right. And yeah. Some pain. And so they get out. There's still a, uh, no cops see them. Yeah. They leave. Uh, they break through the gate with their, this Jeep Wagoneer that he's drive that Dr. Jennings is driving. Mm-hmm. And they're all like sitting in the front <laughs> row. And, He's Jennings is getting progressively worse. He's in a lot of pain and yeah, he's uh, like going in and out of consciousness. Yeah, and then Howard's trying to like grab the wheel, but for some reason they don't just stop driving. No, they just keep going. (laughs) And so there's like a very long scene. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of like going through traffic and across roads, yeah, and then down embankments and jumping. It takes it out. It takes way too long. Anyway. And it's it's a lot of jokes, too. He's like, he's saying things like, I'm not feeling very well. And they're like, what did you eat? You know, he's like, and then he starts saying things like, uh, I feel like my insides are being replicated. Something's going on, you know, and he's like, they're like, they're like, geez, man, you really got to, you really got to relax. We're just trying to get away and like away from what? No one knows, knows you left. You know? yeah. <laughs> and um is that where he reveals who he is, or is that in the restaurant? I That's guess. in the restaurant. Okay, so yeah, they kind of like jump an embankment and almost crash into uh, what was it? The sushi cage. Oh Cajun yeah, sushi. Joe Romas. Romas. Joe Romas. Yeah, Cajun, Cajun sushi. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a fusion restaurant. <laughs> yes. So um, yeah, um, and so they go in there and like let's get something to eat. Get a lot of more, you know, gags about. Yeah, so like and the, the waitresses and the people are like they're wearing like the uh, the karate kid bandanas, you know? Yeah, I don't yeah. know what those would be called, but yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah, they're around, around their heads. So yeah, they look like they look like they they they're sushi chefs or whatever. Or the guys like except the waitresses who are dressed in more of like yeah southern. But yeah, the moment they walk in, they're like, oh god, this is why I hate working the night shift. So the lady <laughs> walks up, it's like, sorry, we don't allow pets here, and. uh and uh, like, what well, Howard's that? like, uh, I, I'm a walking, see, duck. I'm a seeing see, eye duck, seeing eye duck, yeah, <laughs> which I guess means they have seeing eye dogs, yeah, in the duck world, or whatever. And then we learn that, uh, so yeah, they sit down and then they kind of have like a, they're like ordering food and they start to have like a talk with Jennings, and Jennings is clearly like looking like he's looking horrible, he's like sweating profusely, and mm-hmm. he's now talking like this. He's no longer doing his normal voice, and we come to find out that he's now the Dark Overlord. Yeah, or one of the Dark Overlords, yeah. yeah. Yeah, from some kind of planet that he was banished from, um, but the laser brought him out of this banishment, and now they're going to take over Earth, and the Earth as they know it will no longer be. And he's using that voice the whole time, and he's yeah. he's clearly has some kind of like otherworldly powers. He's using his eyes to blow stuff up. Yeah. He's like got a the, lot of superpowers. Yeah. Though. But they're at this point, he's all talk. They don't really see him as a threat. 
know? Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, he's just chilling with them. He's like, I'm just waiting. He's like biding his time to gain all of his full powers. Um, but he's like, you know, he's like, we, we can't, um, we can't just come in in our natural form. We have to use another body to grow. Um, that's why I'm growing in Dr. Jennings. Apparently the dark overlords are actually part of the Howard the Duck comic verse. Yeah. Nexus of Summonus. And so in this scene, you know, they bring out food and then it looks like a breakfast food. She's like, just give us three specials and three beers. Mm-hmm. And they bring out food and it has to be, it looks like breakfast food. And then Howard like loses his mind because there's eggs on the, uh, on the, on the, on the, on the plate. And he's a duck. He's offended by it. He's like, take him away. They didn't bring him duck eggs. No. So I, I don't know why just, this mattered. Just, but... Imagine it was chicken eggs. It was just because another, it was supposed to be maybe a sight gag for us. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But it wasn't really funny. Um, no, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. And so now uh, Jennings is like, hey, I got this key code. It's going to help me launch the laser. And I'm going to bring back my boys from this uh, banishment. And we're, oh, gonna yeah. have, we're just going to have a good old time running the earth. Yeah, we're going to like. Take and over he's the world. doing that voice the whole time, you know. Um, this this scene, I think, is another one that goes way too long, and it gets long. way out of hand. It does get way out of hand it's because like, the whole the whole restaurant then turns on like mob mentality. Howard, yeah, and they're gonna like kill cook him, him and yeah. cook him. You're totally cool with murdering this duck, yeah, and then eating him. Yeah, yeah it's the whole it, it's. Shit, the, it's like the staff, the patrons, everybody in there, with the exception of Beverly and yeah. uh, Dr. Jennings. Yeah, who's sitting there? He's just sort of sitting there at the table, kind of laughing, like, ah, 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 ah. like yeah. he's like entertained by all the all the nonsense, mm-hmm. you know. And then, yeah, some uh, guys come up to Beverly and they try to hit on her or whatever, and they're like, "Oh, this duck's not real; he's a puppet." The ventriloquist is telling him to say this, and they're pointing at Jennings. Yeah, he's a ventriloquist. They take the key code, and did we mention the key code? Yeah, the key code. Okay. The key code that Jennings has is what yeah. launches the laser spectrum scope, right. you know, to get these things moving. Yeah. <laughs> um. Sorry. Uh. So yeah, Howard then gets back up on the bar, starts running around on the bar again because he's got to get you know eye level with everybody and then running away from everybody and he's kind of like doing some quack food, like taking care of like some of these bad guys. Yeah. But then yeah, then it just kind of gets the mob gets unruly and the whole the whole like. Yeah, it just takes a long time. It, yeah. it it's way too. He's long. like it's on way that. Too long. He's like on that. What that like? Uh, he's like swinging around. Oh, where they put like the order tickets, order and tickets stuff. and yeah. stuff. I don't he's know what like that's called. But... Going crazy, kicking people. Like... Yeah, and all this time though, too, uh, Jennings or the Dark Overlord is doesn't have a name. Yeah, yeah, he, I think it's just Dark Overlord. This yeah. gets very confusing. Dark Overlord number because one. everybody's like named Dark Overlord. Yeah. Um, Dark Overlord, just like everyone's probably you know, duck or something. Uh, Howard, yeah, name. Bill, Bill the duck. <laughs> uh, um, and so he's like blowing stuff up in the background. Yeah, and you know he's well. They finally like they plead for him to help intervene. Yeah, and so that's how that's how Howard gets away because yeah. he starts like taking people out. Like the main guy, he think he kind of takes him out. Yeah, he shoots him with like a lightning bolt or something, yeah. and he gets up because he's like, all right, well. I need to get the key code back. So let me, you know, like disrupt this yeah. mob. And so then he like controls like the, the knife, you know, that oh, the cleaver, yeah, the yeah. cleaver that they're about to chop, uh, chop up Howard with the, mm-hmm. the chef who was like ready to do it. And everybody was like, 
seasoning. Yeah, everybody in on out. those. Everybody was like, let's kill this thing. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's so bizarre. It's really it's weird. Super it's weird. weird. Um, and he's able to, it's, it's weird in a movie of weird. Yeah. Stuff. And so they all so everybody like leaves and he's able to retrieve the key code. And, and then he like basically like um, Howard's like, well, we need to get out of here. Like because uh, now Jennings is lo- getting creepier and he's like electric, electrocuting and shocking. And he's got like these uh, worldly powers. His eyes are lighting up. He's very. I don't know. You put you may mention like very Gozar from Ghost. Yeah, there's there's a lot of similarities yeah. of like Gozar. And yeah, very similarities to like when he was possessed too, as far as like. uh you know what the gatekeeper and the key master you know they just he slowly changed into something else so it's yeah. very reminiscent of that yeah um but he's able to then thwart howard and howard gets flung around and he's like spinning a howard in the air what happens he's, to howard he's like well howard has the key code right because he took it from that guy that he knocked him out and he's gonna run outside with beverly and escape but he like puts howard in the air oh that's right that's right right he puts howard in the air and like spins him around or whatever and then he like just uses the force or whatever he has to like get get the key code away from Howard, and ha- he just like dumps Howard, and um, oh, you know Howard escapes, and he's like takes off. He grabs Beverly. Yeah, Jennings. they're gonna go towards the door, and then he is the uh, Jennings is throwing all this the stuff stop, in front stop, of the door, and yeah. so they're like trying to pull it. They're they're trying yeah. to get all that, but then I don't remember like what they do. Howard, something happens to Howard. He flings Howard. He man. just flings him? He flings him. That yeah. was it? Yeah. He flings I, mean, I thought him. there was something else. Maybe there was. I can't remember. I thought he was like, I just remember he was like, had him hanging and he's like, everyone will go down. He's like, what about me? And he's like, ah, ha, ha, ha. And he like drops him and then he just grabs Beverly while he's like wasted on the ground. And oh, okay. Maybe, maybe yeah. It wasn't grabs else. Beverly. They jump in the mat trap. But you remember he like, then he like, wait, he like gets to his senses, gets up and runs outside and like he nearly <laughs> runs him over on the mat truck because he runs outside. Yeah. 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 And then like they talk, they take off in a mat truck, Jennings and Beverly, uh, Beverly's. And he's basically saying, Hey, look, I'm going to need your body Beverly because these guys can't come down mm-hmm. like in true form. We're too hideous. We need to use your body. So I need your body. So you're coming with me. And kind of so- like what happens in, uh, um, 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 Ghostbusters too, where they need, uh, Oh yeah. Vigo. Vigo, Vigo, Vigo needs, needed- uh, Needed an Oscar. Born. Yeah. Yeah. Little Oscar. Yeah. This scourge. Yeah. Um, Death (laughs) is but a doorway. Time is but a window. Yeah. Okay. I'll be back. I'll be back. (laughs) Yeah. Um, They they did a lot of Ghostbusters. uh, Take a lot of ideas from Ghostbusters there. No, Ghostbusters 2 came came later after this. 89. Yeah. 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 Um, But 84 was the first Ghostbusters. That's right. Right. And I I really feel like there's a lot of inspiration they took from that Ghostbusters. I agree. Especially with the the special effects at the end. Yeah. Um, So I guess Howard then like runs to like the neighbor like parking lot. He goes and hides. Oh, and yeah. then the police so the show cop, up. Cop roll, cops roll and, up. And, and he's Phil like, is in the backseat of one of the police One of the cars, cars. Yeah. yeah. And then he's like, um, he gets he he uh gets Phil's attention, posing as like a I guess like a 
lawn ornament or something. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and Phil gets out of the car or something. They get, yeah, he gets Phil out of the car, and there's a, kind of a funny thing of like, you know, there's no door handle inside of Phil's car. So he's like, oh, I need a window. And then he said, oh, the front front window's open. So he tries to climb out. And then Howard's like, oh, well, what if I just try the door from the outside? And he opens the door. It's, anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so then they, they escape. They go to this parking lot area next to it, and they find the ultralight plane that they can then assemble and use to fly out of there. Gotta be honest. I always see ultralights parked randomly in places. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, this is not the first eighties movie with an ultralight An ultralight. Yeah. yeah American Ninja three. Oh, <laughs> of course. Of course. American Ninja three. <laughs> Uh, yeah, hunt. Yeah, so they they're working on that, right? Also, uh, Road Warrior. Okay, Road remember Warrior. the uh, isn't that the the gyrocopter guy? It's not it's not really an ultralight. That was more of a helicopter. Uh, okay, yeah, because you just said gyrocopter. I know, but I, I realized that. But it's similar. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? No, nah, I haven't ever... seen Road Warrior in a long time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so like the yeah, Phil and Howard use that to to escape though. Then by, by now the cops are on to them and there's their attempt to take off to escape the cops. There's a lot of crashes and avoiding of obstacles. Yeah. And meantime, like how, like Phil is helping Howard and like handcuffs. handcuffs the whole time. Yeah. And so, yeah, so you're right. They uh, get it flying and they're just flying all over the place. And it just, it's just kind of a chase that ensues cop cars falling into ponds, them dodging, like kind of hitting the ground, flying, going over water, flipping over water. Uh, the cops are straight up shooting them with shotguns <laughs> from yeah. like point blank range. I can't believe they didn't hit them. Was um, the Punisher. Yeah. Takes out, uh, takes out the uh, tail fin and uh, the, uh, I did. Well, yeah, was that part. There was a hole where they, they blew a hole right through oh, the tail okay. fin. Um, but it seemed to not matter. Uh, not the gas line out. And, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, it feels they, like oh, we're trying to get it back. It feels like oh, we're done for. And he's like, No, we're not. You get up there and you fix that. And he's like, Okay. <laughs> and then he's like, With his handcuffs, all I had to do is put the tube right back on, you know. And then they got it, it flies back up. And this whole time, like everything that's going on, I can't re- quite recall what Howard's saying, but he's got like another quip for everything. He's like, Watch yeah. out. He's like, Watch out. There's some duck hunters, and he's like. He's like over a pond. He's like knocking them all over off out of their boats and stuff yeah. like that. He's like, this duck, this duck flies another day. <laughs> just like, and like Phil like falls out and he's like getting nailed into the water. He's yeah. like getting done. He's like, this is no time for water sports, Philzy. Yeah. You know, come on, Philzy. You know, and um, just a really long chase. In the meantime, again, that's another. Some of these scenes just take way too long. But you know, they need to make it way too long because in the meantime, we thought I was thinking like Jennings is just going to go back to Dynatech. And no, he needs some energy, bro. Is like, yeah, he's well, like, he does two things for energy. He's drained. Yeah. He does like a very weird thing and, where he like another thing something out of his incredibly weird mouth yeah, and into the not prepared, not prepared for this. <laughs> not prepared for this scene. Yeah, it was very gross. You're like, yeah, it was just kind of disgusting. Yeah, he opens his he's like, yeah, he opens the signet rider, opens his mouth, and this long, creepy tentacle comes out of his mouth yeah. and like goes into the uh, cigarette lighter and like juices him up. And he's like, 
I needed that, you know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's me. also giving doing quips as well. Yeah, he, yeah, he's <laughs> being kind of funny. Yeah, this 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 overlord from another dimension he's got a sense is, of humor. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's like he's like ha ah, ah, ha ah. ha, and then um, yeah, then he stops at a nuclear power nuclear plant. Nuclear power plant. Yeah. Okay, and this is this and doesn't make sense because there's we we go in and he's parked his truck outside. All right. And then we go into a tour group. And he's which, tied up, tied up Beverly. So yeah. He's tied up Beverly. Can't get out. Yeah. And so he just sort of blends in with this tour group of Congress people. Yeah. Or is there a congressman maybe or something? Some people from Washington. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, the tour guy is explaining how safe it is. It's not Chernobyl or three mile Island or anything like that. And hundred kilowatts of power. Yeah. And hundred kilowatts of power. Yeah. And he uh somehow breaks away from them, though the tour guide thinks something he this guy looks weird, but mm-hmm. you know. he's like, How about we all take a coffee break? <laughs> yeah. And so he gets away and breaks through a wall or glass and then there's a drop down cage. You think you he, would think like an alarm would go off of that cage. It did. Oh, it okay. did. There was okay. an alarm. And then he goes into the reactor and juices up. Yeah. But the music was so it was very, it, it it's very appropriate. It's very huh? positive music. Yeah, it was yeah. very positive. Like we're like, this is like a triumphant like, thing. Da, 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 da. Yeah, it was very I don't know. It yeah. wasn't like I mean, this is not a this is like wasn't ominous or dark. It was just scene. like very positive, uplifting music yes, while he's like was. breaking into this uh reactor and walking yeah. straight into the reactor. Yeah. And so then they all kind of find the broken into reactor uh, with their radioactive suits on. Yeah. You know, and then Beverly's like just about to kind of get it out of the yeah, truck. She's, I think she actually got untied from then... the like one bungee cord that was wrapped around yeah. her. <laughs> and he opens the door and he's like glowing red and he's yeah. looking physically different. You know, he's got like hair all over the place and he's got longer nails and he's like, I feel much better. You yeah. know, and he's like, Glowing red. He's basically so did, uh, yeah, yeah. So they're dry. They continue to drive back to Dynatech Nicks, Dynatech Nicks. And uh, does Beverly? Do we need to be concerned about her proximity to him? Hicks exposure and to radiation. radioactive. Yeah, that, I would be. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, she. He was literally in the cab with her while yeah. he was glowing red. After I mean, being is it walking. like? Is it an issue of like the sequel is? Howard is mourning the death of Beverly, who died of cancer. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah, because um, he got supercharged from yeah, walking in his yeah. reactor. Um, he needed more power. Hey, Cleveland, they say our city rocks, but nothing rocks harder than the box. Cleveland's hottest nightclub scene, the box. That's right. So guys, girls, and interstellar space travelers, Come check out the box. We have such great acts such as the new blue box boys and Beth and the Cherry Bombs featuring Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck. I hear he plays so well it's almost like he's out of his own world. He can really shake his tail feathers. That's right, Cleveland. So come on out to the box where you'll feel like you're trapped in a world you never made. So you have Phil and Howard reach Dynatetrix by Dynatechnics? Yeah. Yeah, by crashing the ultralight into the pond in front of the building. Yeah. No one's there. No one's there. Yeah. No one, there's no security clearances. 
And also, I'm kind of amazed that they were <clears throat> able to um, find their way there, like flying so haphazardly, like they did. Yeah, yeah. Howard. I mean, Howard, Howard never they, fought. He's never flown. He's never flown. Yeah, he's, he's a, never been to this place before. Never. Well, he he was there the night before, right? Yeah, but he got there in the back of a van, a cargo van. Yeah, it's no not windows. like he was like watching no like, the direction. Yeah, he, and yeah. they didn't go from like you know. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't have Cajun head, sushi he place. He, he didn't have headwind or tailwind of how to get there. I mean, <laughs> I don't know how he would know that. Maybe it was like a duck sense. Duck sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe okay. he just. Maybe she was calling to him, and he could uh, like a duck call. Like, yeah, like a duck call. And he's like, all right, I'm coming. <clears throat> but yeah, they like crashed the pond. He's like freaking out because he can't swim. And he's yeah. like, who's ever heard of a duck who can't swim? And dragging his butt out of there. Mm-hmm. Or sorry, dragging his tail out of there. Um, and he's got webbed feet too. You'd think he would have been like killing it. Like he could just like walk in that water. Yeah. I mean, even, even if he was like swimming like a human would swim, I feel like the... He never did that. Wonder if his wonder if his feather has feathers have like that oil or whatever that natural that ducks naturally have to keep them buoyant and and uh, water. I don't know. Yeah. Anywho, <laughs> he uh, they get in there and again, like you you mentioned, Phil. Uh, even though he's like a lab tech at a museum, seems to have a lot of in depth knowledge about this place. Um, Jennings has now wrapped, uh, now has uh, Beverly pretty much like chained uh, to the uh, very bottom of the laser spectroscope, I guess, and with attempts to bring in a dark overlord and use her body. They kind of oversee him. They see Jennings. He's really transformed now. He's got like spikes coming out of his back. He's got like longer claws. Yeah. He's got the crazy hair. He's just a flaw in his plan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That well, we find out later. I don't know if we necessarily mean to say it now, but the need for Beverly, I'm not sure, really exists. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, and he says he he says that they needs need a body, the body. They need a body to bring him in. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm. They did like Howard didn't need a body. No, he didn't. And but he did fall two miles away from the laser <laughs> spectroscope. So that was why. Yeah, I remember they only found the feather, and they said that he like landed two miles away. Yeah, but the dark overlord eventually gets out of Jennings. Yeah, that's true. And then when you see the other dark overlords, they're in form. They're in form coming through. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand why they, they, they think they need the body. I mean, I get that that he went in. The first one went into Jennings, but I don't know. Maybe. I kind of took that to to mean that like they needed the body to survive, but obviously didn't because. They separates from the body. Yeah, you're right. It it did seem like a, yeah, it just seemed like a plot hole. Yeah, yeah. Ah, ah, whatever. So yeah, you're right. Um, Phil says, "Hey, I think I know what we could do to take this dude out." Because oh like, yeah, yeah. Because what's like, it called? A neutron 
disintegrator. disintegrator. Yeah. <laughs> it but, disintegrates neutrons. Yeah. So they go to the room where it's like an armory, I guess, in this like scientific place. Yeah, and, I have no idea like what this and is. and Phil again. I mean, his day job is a I guess he's a student slash lab tech at this museum that's got nothing to do with Dynatech. No. Uh, no. punching in key codes to get into this and get into this room, but it's not working. It's not working. Yeah, but but a nice uh, quack food kick, back kick yes. from Howard. Howard the Duck blows the doors right off the hinges. <laughs> yeah, like, Wait, what? this company needs to like invest in better security. <laughs> and then we see them uh, they get in there and like, oh, here it is, but with a very big lock. I'm like, oh, oh no. Uh, and then we see there we see some more scenes. I think of uh. Jennings just like booting up the laser spectroscope, you know, and she's like, "You're never get away with this." And he's like, "I'm bringing my friends here with to take over the Earth." <laughs> and he's like pushing buttons, and he's putting the key code, and they're like, "Thank you, Doctor Jennings." You know, yeah, you know, arming to whatever the space. There's a I can't remember the name of the space that they're trapped into in space, but like the system, like the laser spectroscope knew the name of the system where. He was pointing the laser yeah. to. So the first two times the humans or the doctors use the spectroscope, they keep missing their their target, right? Yeah. But once uh, the Dark Overlord got a handle on this laser spectroscope, he knew exactly where to point this bad boy, where to coordinate, put the coordinates at, and it even came up on the screen the name of this, this Nexus of Summonus. Yeah, the Nexus of Summonus. They even comes up on the screen. So apparently, somebody was able. Somebody to, knew this already. Somebody had in the data to enter <laughs> that into the system. So um, unless this is like early AI. Mm-hmm. And so we even go, that even that needed somebody to know it. <laughs> yeah, and so it feels like cracking this thing, uh, the lock with like a hammer or uh, an axe. An axe, yeah. yeah. And we imagine that he like. Yeah, someone must have axed his like handcuffs. Because yeah, because after the next scene, his handcuffs are, are yeah. broken. So. And they've taken out the uh, shrink ray. I mean, the nuclear. The new. <laughs> yeah, you said it looked like the one from Honey and Shrunk. Honey and Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, they took the. Uh, what's it called again? The the neutron disintegrator. Neutron disintegrator. Yeah, excuse me. They got that strapped to some kind of like, uh, just like buggy, like. I, uh, yeah, I. It's a, a cart, a motorized cart. Motorized cart. Like you, a, just a general one you would see in an industrial complex, right? I guess so. Yeah, that only works when the seatbelt's on. Well, uh, I guess if you're sitting in it, maybe. Yeah. Because they, they think they turn it on and it just sort of goes driving off on its own with nobody in it. Also, it kind of turns corners somehow with nobody driving it, too. But, um, yeah, then it crashes into a wall. Mm-hmm. And then when they're trying to, then when Howard's trying to drive it, it doesn't work. And then Phil says, "Did you try the try the seatbelt or whatever?" And then he buckles seatbelt. Then it works. Mm-hmm. I don't understand like why. Yeah, I don't either. It worked first time and doesn't work. But, but because it kind of crashed or whatever, they were having some issues trying to get it to work. They drew attention to themselves and so Jennings sees them and then this is where he goes like he's like turning red and he's like shooting lightning bolts and stuff and yeah he's, he's just charging up and it's like his out the outline of his body is like i don't know it's like he looks very like i don't know it almost looks like he's in mortal combat and he's like a raiden or something he's like <laughs> he's bobbing and weaving and like generating power and then shooting sort of like uh blanca from uh Street Fighter oh, 2, yeah, when that, he like yeah. does the charge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's just charging up and then he's shooting out lightning bolts. And um, 
uh, Phil happened to have like a dish, like a satellite dish or something, yeah. and just randomly <laughs> grabbed off the side and he used it to kind of block the. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, not sure that would work that way. But. Yeah, and it seemed to toast him a little bit because it's like he, yeah, he yeah, like got knocked away, and he's like, but it saved saved them ultimately. Yeah. He and Howard from getting hurt, from yeah. getting hurt, and he's like, Trit. and then he's like, he kind of wakes up and he's like, in a daze, like. Try the seatbelt, Howard. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's when he does that. Yeah. And then Howard's like on the little car and he's driving and the whole time uh old boy's shooting him, right? And he's firing, firing. It's like just a bunch of electronic like I don't know, battle. And it's like culminates to him like uh he's like, Now it's my turn and he, I don't even know what he's saying. Um It's kinda like a weird like um Western thing going on there when they first they they do like the showdown or whatever. Yeah, it's like a standoff, like yeah, a, yeah like a uh, um, like a duel gunfight. Yeah, because then they stand. He's in front of him with the. Actually, uh, I think they even do the music. Yeah, sort of. and then he like yeah, and um, yeah, Jennings flips his like lab coat like he's got like a you know like yeah. a side piece he's gonna take yeah. off, but he's gonna just shoot him. And so then it's like the uh, uh, the neutron disintegrator versus the Jennings electronic. Vada Kedavra or whatever the heck that is. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> is that a Harry Potter? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And so it explodes like, um, yeah, they like their energies, the, 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 the hit. And yeah. then like the disintegrate neutron disintegrator like overtakes and like there's an explosion. Yeah. And then we don't, I don't remember like how long it is before we see Jennings is kind of back to normal. looking. no, no indication that he was possessed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he had like lost hair and had these spikes scales. coming out. Yeah. yeah. He and like all this human stuff. Yeah. And then once we see him, he's like all back to normal. You yeah. do see the holes like in his, in his lab. Yeah. Coat. His cat, his coat's still tattered. Uh, yeah, but but it's normal. Yeah. But the, the dark overlord has not been destroyed. But at this moment, you separate. think so. You think so. But he's like, but then yeah, Jennings, like they discover Jennings is still alive. It's like, look, he's, he's left my body. He's no longer possessed me. He's somewhere still here. Yeah. And they're like, okay, well let's get this thing going. Let's shut down this laser spectroscope. Let's, let's do something for he makes himself, uh, you know, apparent. And yeah. uh, then you hear this. And then like, yeah. and then like the, um, <clears throat> yeah. Then it like, he like reveals himself. <clears throat> I guess he was under like a bridge or something. And this huge, like, this is like a huge laboratory room with this huge, uh, mm-hmm. telescope. Yeah. Is this like a, I'm not sure what you would call the special effect, this monster. Yeah. I guess it's a, a computer or animated thing, right? Yeah. And it's hard to describe the overlord. He's like some kind of scorpion slash. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to alien come up with a alien slash scorpion look to him. He's just, uh, he's mm-hmm. got like two big hands that shoot out those tentacles that he was using to charge. Um, but he's kind of, kind of like, like kind of a scorpion body, but like a head of like a, I mean, it looks like a hippot, hippopotamus with like a bunch of crawly. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> he's a bizarre looking, uh, he's definitely, uh, a creature. Um, he's a creature. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like stomping around and he still has skills though. He still can use like his lightning bolts to like disarm people. And so he like shoots uh Jennings. Well he like he um he he comes around, he like grabs uh he disables Howard by grabbing him by the foot. 
and he uses his other tentacle to like crank up the late to start the countdown to bring the other uh dark overlords with the laser spectroscope and it goes to like only four minutes i'm like wow yeah, four minutes yeah then he possesses then he was able to disable uh phil and beverly with his eyeballs and put them in like a trance where they well, they're not in a trance they're kind of like in a like a, like a stunned yeah phase, phase yeah. thing they yeah. can't they can't seem to move they're just like stuck and they're screaming and yelling and then yeah uh, they're like aware but they can't jennings throws uh i think a similar thing happened in superman 3 yeah they're kind of like yeah they're just like frozen yeah. yeah and he's hit him with the eyeballs to do that and he's like shooting stuff at um all around um just crossing mayhem and he, the whole time he's like oh word yeah no, Howard. Yeah, you know, just like a deep voice. Like he's just coming after Howard. And um, don't we also see like the other overlords coming down mm -hmm, in mm -hmm. the in the laser in four minutes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, which makes which makes most sense because I thought they had to take human form, and it was like three or four of them. That's what I'm saying. It's like three or four of them. We're gonna you gonna use Jennings too, but Jennings, yeah, 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 yeah. Jennings is like he throws Howard. Like this is what I love about this laboratory. He has like everything in there, right? It's like <laughs> it's like just everything you think in your mind. They have. Because right. Jennings throws Howard like a little buzzsaw. Yeah, because they wrap the tentacle around his yeah, foot. Yeah, because he's caught by the tentacle and he's like, uh, he says some kind of quip about like, <laughs> saw you next time. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it's bad. <laughs> or it's like buzzsaw, buzzsaw time. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But he like saws it off. He's like, ah, you know, and the Dark Overlord's in pain a little mm -hmm. bit, and he starts shooting stuff at Howard, and Howard's, like, running away. Howard gets back on the buggy, and he's, like, going to shoot it again with the nuclear particle accelerator. Neutron disintegrator. Yeah, that's right. Um, Get it right. And uh, he nails it, right? He hits yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hits, hits him, him with the neutron just, disintegrator, yeah. He disintegrates. And just destroys. Or just his neutrons disintegrated. Right, and so he's gone. The giant beast is gone, uh, but we still have the threat of the other Dark Overlords coming down the laser spectroscope because it's like a minute left. And then it was like, then it was like the uh, the quandary of, wait, if you destroy it, Howard, you'll yeah, never yeah, have an opportunity. Back. Never have an opportunity to go and back to your world until they rebuild this thing. Like, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, again, it's kind of a feign dilemma because yeah i mean i'm sure they can build this thing again yeah. and send them back so it's not like it's like new technology it's not like alien technology they can't yeah, i'm sure they wrote down the instructions yeah somewhere. i'm sure yeah, this is like captain america yeah, i'm sure there's more than one of these laser spectroscopes around you know I'm <laughs> sure the like, only one probably, in the whole world it's probably one in like you know columbus ohio i don't know I mean, <laughs> but they're all in ohio yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh they make the uh he's got the uh, dilemma like if he destroys it if he destroys it, the Dark Overlords don't come to Earth, and he's just trapped on Earth for the rest of his life. If he doesn't destroy it, he has the opportunity to go back. But yeah, you know, Dark, Dark Overlords land on Earth, and uh, yeah. But then, this is another thing: he has the Nuclon nuclear. What do you? Neutron, neutron disintegrator. disintegrator. <laughs> yeah. So I can, you can't say laser spectroscope. I can't say <laughs> neutron disintegrator. He has it. Wow. While they came down, why couldn't he just be like, 
just knocking them off as they roll up, you know? Yeah, just picking off yeah, these dark yeah, yeah, and he's like, He's like, boom, best of both worlds. <laughs> Song, now get my butt back to Duck World. Right. I think that would have been more ideal. He'd be like, nah, guys. Oh, I, I didn't even think yeah, of that. He'd be like, guys, uh, can y'all just move out of the way right quick? Yeah. And he's just like, it's like a like a whack a mole sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Those dark overlords are sitting ducks. I mean, he just ah. got, <laughs> he's, he's just got them where he wants them. Yeah. They're gonna come down. He's gonna nail them. And even if they possess a body, we already know he, he shoots them once. They separate. You yeah, know? that's right. That's Shoot right. Them again. Yeah, you know how to do it. You yeah. that once. You literally just did it, right? So I thought that would have been just the better scenario, right? Mm. And then he could go back to Duck World. And live his life like he was looking to. I mean, like like he wanted to. Maybe you know what though. Also, maybe if they if he had like knocked out like one or the first one or first two or whatever, they would like, be like, oh no, I don't want to get anyone with this. So <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna go back. This is this is nothing but a trap. Yeah. Or why couldn't they just reverse? Reverse the the, the, yeah, hit the laser. laser. Yeah, hit the yeah, laser. Because that was, the, that was how they're going to send Howard mm -hmm. back. I so know. they just send him back. Yeah, there should be like a button that says reverse polarity. Yeah, yeah but no, yeah. no, no, no. They're like, <laughs> just got to blow up the whole thing. You just got to destroy it, man. <laughs> and it gives, I mean, you're going to blow that thing up. I mean, think about shrapnel hitting people. Yeah. You know, the explosion. It's just a very dangerous situation. Yeah, it was, it was more dangerous to blow it up. Yeah, yeah. I think that you're right. Either hit the button to, to reverse polarity. And or just pick them off when they come down. Yeah, yeah. you he got pretty you're better off going with a more nuanced approach mm -hmm. rather than like a full scale blanket approach. I mean, COVID didn't that teach us anything? I know, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. You need to have, yeah, you're right. You need to have some specificity for this. You know, you can't just, <laughs> yeah, you can't just assume <laughs> your just your one way is going to work, right? right. Exactly, yeah. yeah, exactly. But they didn't. They blew it up yeah, just, and just, just blow up. We'll wipe it all out. Yeah, wipe it all out. You know, it's been. I'm sure probably it was 1986. Probably cost 10 million to build that thing. You know. Yeah. So, but hey, why not? We got another 10 million. We'll just build another <laughs> one. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, apparently they can't build another one because you know how we're stuck there. Apparently, is what they insinuated. Right. right. And then we just kind of cut to a scene at a concert, right? Yeah, yeah. So the cherry bombs are now on tour. On yeah, they tour. look like they're playing in a big venue. Yeah, it's like time. world tour. No, yeah, no, like chain link fence separating them from the, uh, yeah, um, from the audience. And they're on a big stage. Mm -hmm. They're jamming and they're singing the Howard the Ducks. It's song. I think it's that same tune that he started up on. The yeah, keyboard, well, right? Howard is now officially their manager. Yeah, she commissioned the manager, and uh, this is Phil's there. Phil's there. I guess he's no longer working. As a lab tech, uh, yeah, and he has no more aspirations of having his own museum. I don't know. Yeah, he's just in, like I'm a sure what, cooler what '80s gear, and I think he's trying to be what. Um, it's like he's doing like stage manager. Yeah, or maybe like he's like that. the sound manager or the yeah stage guy. Yeah, and he's like, hey, pull this lever, and they pull it, and of course, it brings Howard. And yeah, but he he pulls the wrong one. Yeah, he's he's like, like, pull this rope, and he's like, he's, no, not that rope. He's like, Billsy, Billsy. Yeah, and he go, goes up, and then somehow lowers back down, and is on stage. And there's fireworks, and then people start losing their mind. Yeah, the and then somebody runs out, gives him a little tiny guitar. Yeah, and then he goes and like Eddie Van Halen's it like in front of everybody. Yeah, yeah, and you're like, Wait, what? Yeah, it's kind of very cheesy. Yeah, and, and they're just he's like playing with his bill. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, playing the guitar with yeah, his yeah. Bill. <laughs> <laughs> playing the guitar with his bill. 
and she did the same thing. She's like licking the cord. Like that, the, yeah, it doesn't it. work the same way. Yeah, I was, like, <laughs> I was like, wait, wait. But everybody's having celebrating and having a good time. Yeah, yeah. He's like in a cool outfit, you know. And yeah. she's talking about singing about how he saved us and saved the world. And and now everybody's cheering on because they're so happy that Howard Duck is with us here on Earth yeah, forever, forever. Um, even though he had two opportunities to you know eliminate the threat. Actually, he had three opportunities to eliminate the threat, and he took the like the worst scenario possible. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess they see each other at the end of the, what did they, they? She says something to him on the stage. It's like, uh, I don't remember her saying anything. They just a, sort of. I mean, they're all on stage, and then it, it ends with them all performing. Uh, I thought they got off to the side, and she's like, "Hey, I'm hungry. Any quackers?" Oh. Uh, Oh really? No, <laughs> no dude. No. Like I would No, they that. said something at the end, and it kind of ends with her and him, like just talking to each other, and like I'm so glad you're gonna be going on tour with us and be our manager. And, oh, right. I don't know, but uh, here. I mean, do you think that she insists that he uh, he he take a bath with her? <laughs> what? <laughs> He's a ducky. What? Like a rubber duck. Oh, a rubber duck. Uh, maybe. I don't know. That's as awkward as this movie was. I'm sure that was probably anyway. thrown in on the right. It was probably on the right cutting room floor. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, so, yeah, it ends, it ends with just the scene there. And like, you know, earlier in the film, he was so angry about being a sideshow. And again, he's like, and now he is. And now he's a sideshow. <laughs> he's, he's a gimmick for this band. He's a gimmick for the band. Yeah. They're just going to like milk. Like He's like Team Wolf, you know, he's just. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He is like Team he's Wolf. He's just the wolf. You know? I mean, except he's just he can't change. He's, he's not Scott Howard the duck. He's he is. He is right. Howard. He's just the duck. You and know? one day he's going to get really upset. Yeah. And he's going to walk on stage for to play the song. He, but he's not going to be a duck. What is he going to be? A mallard? A were duck? But you like, I want to be in the band. Right. But not as the duck. Yeah. I just want to be Howard. Yeah. I just want to be Howard. Isn't that funny how it's Scott Howard? I mean, Howard, Howard the yeah. duck. Yeah. That's bizarre. But I just want to think about it. Scott Howard, he realized that he was, to a lot of people, he was just the wolf. Mm-hmm. And he didn't longer want to be the wolf. He wanted to be Scott Howard. Who's Styles in this whole scenario? Is there a Styles? Uh, Phil, probably. Probably Phil, because now we're going to just like, yeah, we're going to milk the, the duck is, for money. Is Beverly Boof? Or is Beverly Pamela? Um, that's, I don't know. That's a good question. Or is this more of like she has a, a, little, she has a little more? <clears throat> she seems to be more caring and more affable. She seems to be more caring than Pamela. Pamela was just all about oh all yeah, opportunity. yeah, yeah she was about all about yeah, opportunity. You know? Now, Beverly is April O'Neil. And which turtle she is April? <laughs> I mean, that's actually I would agree with you because April O'Neil is just so accepting of this bizarre creature for creature. I will say that in the first movie, she's a little taken. She yeah, yeah, she's very scared. Yeah, she's very scared at but, first. Though though, once Splinter starts explaining their history, she's four baby and turtles. Then, four baby turtles, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, yeah. and then invites and then he, she invites them back to her place for. Uh, I don't have anything to offer you, but uh, frozen pizza. <laughs> pizza. Whoa. Pizza? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa, did somebody say pizza? Yeah, pizza. Oh, man. Of course. Uh, 
you know, gosh, you gotta watch that. Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, what, how would it not be? How would it not be a movie chat by Mike and Pat if we did not circle back to Ninja Turtles? And we have yet to do a review of. Uh, I know, but we always. Well, I was it. noticing the time was getting short, and we hadn't really mentioned Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yes. We always. I think that's our thing, right? We gotta. Yeah. We gotta get a character. We gotta talk about Ninja Turtles. Well, I, I just, Everything. Everything can be related to Ninja Turtles somehow. Well, I just thought Howard the Duck was more of a Teen Wolf, but yeah, I, you could say you could say as far as like the relationship between like a uh, uh, human and walking, talking animal. Yeah, mm. yeah. Beverly is very April O'Neilish. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but yeah, so I just thought it was kind of funny because he was all mad in the, earlier in the film because he's a sideshow and he's like a freak and he doesn't want to be that, but now he's embraced it. You know, and right, he's just embracing his wolf. His <laughs> wolf he's wolfed out, but he's not wolf. He doesn't change. He's, he's yeah. He's, I, I know. That's why I think maybe that's where I think the comparison falls apart because he can't change. He can't become not a duck. Uh, it's true. He can't unduck. He can't unduck. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Maybe that's uh, I don't know. Maybe that's something he'll learn. I don't know. Maybe down the road. Maybe that could have been the sequel. Or he becomes a human. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they would develop like some kind of laser spectroscope particle ray gun that changes him to a human form of Howard. Yeah. I'm already writing the sequel. I'm writing, <laughs> I'm writing the script right now. And then he learn and then he has like so much then he learns like he gets to experience what life is like a human, but then he realizes he's losing himself as Howard because he's like now a human he can do all the things as a human but then he loses oh uh, he's losing his duckness his true yeah, yeah duckness yeah. which what about him other than physically looking like a duck did he do that was duck like in this film other than like he made a couple of like noises and he was like he was quivering like a duck a few times when it was in the like he was like doing that no. Yeah, not nothing else. Other really. than physically looking like a duck, he didn't do any like duck stuff. Like he didn't also, like, though, jump in water. He also, can't swim. He didn't try to fly. Can't fly. You know. Yeah. Isn't it kind of weird though? He's from a different planet, but the language is the same. Exactly. And he he is called a duck here and there. Yeah. I don't know all the terms for yeah different terms for duck. Yeah, communication was not an issue. Yeah. Everyone spoke English. Like, what if you landed in India or something? Like, what if you ran? Oh in, yeah. What if you landed in Japan? Are there other ducks? Are there other culture duck cultures yeah. on this duck planet? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, if there was, uh, like you say, an Indian duck, and went and dropped into wherever Cleveland, Cleveland. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It's just. Yeah. Would it be called a Peking duck? Or that's Chinese? <laughs> it's also a dish. I don't know. It's uh so there so that's how it ends. There's uh there's there's Howard the Duck for you. It's a film that um came from a comic that I think they really didn't know what they were trying to do. <laughs> that's that's definitely true. They did not know what they were wanting to do. That um, a lot of a lot of just ups and downs. I mean, there was that sci-fi thriller fantasy towards the end, but a lot of un, but, unwanted scenes. But you also agree that 
<clears throat> after we got to that halfway point, after once they started down the road of um, trying to figure out how to get him back, it suddenly became just a more, I kind of like a generic adventure eighties adventure. adventure. Correct. Yeah. yeah. It just yeah. became very yeah. Like, and but by before that, it was him just trying to get immersed into this real world. This this world. Yeah. And he's just like oh, I'm here. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. And then let me have this really weird relationship with this woman and talk to her like we're best friends. <laughs> it's right. Yeah. Like we've only met like a week ago, you know? Yeah. Hey there, Cleveland. This is a Joey Roma game for a Joey Roma's Cajun Sushi Diner. I just wanted to let you know that we're back open after an extensive time of renovation. We had a little bit of an incident, but I wanted to let you know that we're back open and welcoming all the patrons from Cleveland. Just know to not to bring a pets, a ducks, or any dark overlords. They are no longer welcome at my store. Or the diner, I should say rather. But come on down and come on down to Jolly Roma's Cajun Sushi Diner, where you get the finest Cajun Sushi from Joey Roma himself. I want to thank you so much. See you then, uh, Cleveland. Okay, so this movie, we talked about the unevenness of it. Would it be? Would it have? Would it have? Would it have been more? interesting or a better movie if they had just picked a tone or picked a direction like let's take let's take the the kind of the weird stuff from the first half of the movie because i do think that there's there are two halves if they had just kept going with that but not had but been very upfront with it Mm. Like and that that it's not a kids movie that this is like more adults and all this kind of stuff. Maybe even have rated it PG thirteen. I don't think it's necessarily R worthy, but PG thirteen would have been a better film. I think it would have been a better film if we focused on the second half of the film and took it out all the awkward. Romance parts. Okay, so you're going the opposite yeah. direction. I think if you stuck with all the awkward romance parts, and you, I mean, I don't know how you'd finish that or how you'd go. <laughs> how we, how you, I don't know how you would finish that and still make it entertaining. <clears throat> I mean, I just I think I think the audience was not really. I mean, I don't think you, neither you or I were really interested in seeing them two together as a couple. Or, okay, but maybe if they they had. Okay, maybe okay, maybe not necessarily that specific, like down like the romance that part but if they had just made it quirkier more or less um like we're saying with the second half but kind of came, came a little generic like a just sort of like an action adventure sort of thing i think it would just been more i mean i think that if the audience was trying to if they were trying to push it for family friendly i think it should have been more Action adventure. Yeah, you know, I get that part, but I'm saying it's like, I'm saying, but if they had not pushed it, if they were, were up front, what are the, that this is not necessarily a family then, film. I think they need to make it a rated R and go with it and then turn it on. And just go what, full on. Yeah, just full on go okay. with the, the, the CD, whatever you're trying to do. Because, yeah, I mean, it was, right, up, right from the get go, the film was like, this is kind of adult. This is not very kid friendly whatsoever. Um, there wasn't a lot of cussing, you know, no, but not. I mean, I feel like 
you want to do it that way. I mean, the way they started it, they should have just stuck with it and gone R and made him a little bit more crass, a little bit more obnoxious, a little bit more uh, gone more of the 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 Deadpool the dead, style, the Deadpool style way. But I mean, again, I think that that wasn't the audience they were looking for. They were looking to kind of make it. I like don't. A, I don't think back in this time period, yeah. it would have been accepted. They were trying to make all. it more friendly and kid kid friendly. It was nineteen eighty six. This is even before Batman. So I mean, I think they were just trying to get a family audience, a PG audience, and if and the way they started with it and all that kind of weirdness. I mean, I should have been. They should have just took out that first half, and I really think they should have started with like a because you think about it halfway. We we really don't even have a general protagonist until like the end of this film, right? I think, you know, for it to kind of end on an adventure, like kind of um, adventure note or like a, like a challenge, like you know, you always need your hero to kind of face an antagonist and have. A, you know, a character arc, and really, it's just the first half of the film. It's him just kind of getting acclimated to the yeah. earth, yeah. and not seriously, not even having any, <clears throat> seemingly not having any shock of being acclimated into like a new world, world, and just going through some really questionable scenes where you're like, you could have just done it a different way, you know. I I could be wrong about this, but I, I kind of get the sense from reading about the character that in the comics, a lot of the stories take place on Duck World, mm-hmm. and they're just sort of like you're taking like scenarios that seem normal to us and just put them in like with ducks, like I think, and then it's just like a satire of. Are like human stuff, but you're just doing ducks. I guess it's sort of the same thing that you would have with any other, you know, anthropomorphic stuff, animals playing the roles of people. But anyway, um, all right, yeah. But I, I like where you're going. Like, what could have what could have made this movie better? Yeah, you know, what could have made the movie entertaining? And I know, like, a lot of people were like kind of turned off by like you know the puppetry and stuff like that. But I mean, I think you could have made a film. You could have still had that and special effects, but just not have all the weird stuff, you know. I you just it just basically, clearly it just needed to take one tone and go with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, having said all that, do you really think this movie is as uh, bad as its reputation? I mean, has it? Do you think it's really earned the the ire? Because I, I, I do think that it's. <laughs> It's kind of developed a bit of a cult following. Yeah, it has a lot. A lot of what, what were considered bad movies, then they eventually do. Maybe that reputation. Yeah, it gives has. Them a following. I agree. It has built a cult following. Um, it is generally a yeah, like a panned movie. I mean, it was a bomb, right? It they spent just as much as it raked in, and I want to say half of what it raked in was domestic. Um, so yeah, it's a it was a bad movie but i mean i wouldn't say it was like oh i'm never watching this film again like i would i'd watch it again you know i would i would i would entertain i might give myself some time between (laughs) now until then but you're gonna go home and watch it but it's not one of those movies where like you know what i don't need to see this again like it's not highlander 2 (laughs) 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 it's not one of those films just like oh my god this is so horrible i'll never spend my time you know it, you know, it, I wouldn't say it's that to that yeah. level. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, 
you would say, hey, what's a, you know, you could put it in the category of it's an entertaining bad movie. Okay. Yeah. I, I guess. I mean, fun. I was entertained. I had a lot of fun parts, but it's just, there's this uncomfortable scenes. We're just like, oh, why is this here? Like, why are we watching this? Yeah. You know, it's like, is as the, as the viewer, you're like, what am I supposed to think about this? Yeah. You know, yeah. it just puts you in like an uncomfortable situations. And, uh, I don't like that part. Like you cut out that scene with him and her in the bed and maybe take out the, uh, maybe change where he's working. You know, I think the film would be a lot better. You know, I think the film would have been, if it could have been funny of him, like trying to do like, I mean, it could have been any job, like him being like a waiter or something or, like, yeah. you know, or like doing McDonald's. I think or, it would have been even, it would probably have been funnier if you had, if you had in, done like a, an actual, like, general public service yeah, like job. a retail job yeah. or something something that would put him in his funny predicament and people would be like what there's a duck talking to me this is crazy you yeah know? just it'd be a funnier gag scene and him going to the seedy like romantic spa thing where it was just i must seem like as a gratuitous way to show half naked people maybe yeah i yeah, don't know maybe um in a way where they weren't you know it wasn't but i just why if you're going to if your aim is family, why even put that in there? Yeah. You know? And yeah. if your aim is family, why even put Leah Thompson in that scenario? You know, like, why are you trying to build up this relationship between them? I don't know. It's just, I feel like they're trying to make him seem like this debonair, like ladies man duck, but like, it, it could have been done a different way. You know? Right. Like yeah. even when he was talking, the way he talks to the women, it's kind of like, eh, <laughs> You know, like you, you have a whole lot of confidence for a three foot duck. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was yeah. Just, uh, I was just curious. Like, but at the end, you, you kind of forget it because it's entertaining, just blowing up stuff and lasers and electronics, and the bad guy finally shows his head. You know, rears his ugly head. Yeah, that is true. Like when you get around, get 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 to the end, and how everything happens, you you just sort of forget. Yeah, you kind of forget which, why which maybe is not a good sign yeah. about, about your movie is if yeah. you've already forgotten anything. <laughs> or you, or you, and you forget why the police are so adamant at not following the rules. But yeah, like, you know, yeah, I don't know. Okay, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. What are your thoughts? I mean, do you think uh, uh, it's similar? Similar. It's definitely they changed a couple of those scenes and just went a little you funnier can, with I it. I mean, looking at it now, you can definitely see where they could have made improvements, and mm -hmm. then the movie overall would have been better. Um, and again, I'm talking from someone who doesn't know the character from the comics. So oh, I don't think most people do. I don't know if they're if they were trying to stay true to the character of the comics, yeah. and that's why it was kind of so seedy. And I'm curious with if they'll move forward with more Howard the Duck stuff now. I mean, because he's the character has kind of been reintroduced through Guardians of the Galaxy. Apparently, he's in the third Guardians of the Galaxy also. Oh yeah. And did you see that one? I have not seen the third okay, one. Okay, I didn't see it. And uh, I saw that Seth Green did the voice though. Yeah, and so there was some talk about spinning that off into something, but I don't know. I don't know what the status. Well, maybe they is. will. Maybe they'll do a new Howard the Duck. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, just, I don't know. What It'll be totally different than what this yeah, was. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what the characters like. So maybe that's why they were trying to they were trying to stay true. But I don't think they knew what the character was like. Honestly, they were just like Lucas was like, "Hey, I think this comic is funny. You yeah. guys went to school with me." Let's put it together and make it happen. Right. And they're like, oh, God, Lucas. And like you said, Lucas came off a string of successes in the 80s. Yeah. So they're probably like, he wants this done. Let's do it. And then they kind of, it sounds like they kind of pushed it together um, because the studio wanted it out. Um, right. 
Okay. Well, I think this movie is it's it's not good, but it's not unwatchable. So I agree. Yeah, it's not unwatchable, but and I could find I could see myself like being late at night, not having anything else, yeah. wanting to watch something. Yeah, know, but I'm not like it on. I'm not gonna tell my daughter, like, "Hey, you want to watch a cool movie?" You know? Like, oh, I might. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I would not subject my, <laughs> my family to that. You know, It'd be awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I thought we were all gonna get together. We'll no, not this one. Duck. Not this one. <laughs> nope. I mean, you can. I don't know. Just, I don't know. Probably wouldn't watch it. <laughs> next time, next time. Uh, I mean, I was kind of honestly, I was kind of excited. next time your daughter spends the night over yeah. there with my daughter. That I'm really like, I was kind of excited to see it uh, just because I hadn't seen it in such a long time. But then now rewatching it, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I don't need to see it again for another no that's several true. years. That's true. Yeah. So okay. Uh, well, I believe that. And brings a conclusion to our Marvel before the MCU. Really? Unless we, there's something else we want to do. There are other Marvel movies that came before MCU. Like X-Men? Like X-Men, Blade. Oh, yeah. Blade. Yeah. Blade's Marvel? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. 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 This Punisher is... 2004. What's that? Punisher 2004. I rewatched that recently and Warzone. Oh, wow. Yeah, after we did the other Punisher episode. Yeah? Yeah. Nice. We'll have to talk about how that panned out. Well, we should watch them together and then talk about how they compare to uh, Doth. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. And then we should watch Howard the Duck when it comes out. <laughs> compares it if to that ever happens. 1986 Howard the Duck. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, Marvels might be done though. What you think? I mean, aren't I mean they wrapped up the Avengers? I have no idea. I think uh, I, I think the I think just the audiences are maybe marveled out. I think know? so too. And I but I don't know what their plan actually is. And well, actually, Disney's think, got so much upheaval with everything. I don't know like what Disney is. I think I read where Avengers five is supposed to come out like in twenty twenty five or something like that or twenty. I would say the thing about that, I don't even know who who are the Avengers moving forward. I mean, right? Because it, they because the last one kind of wrapped up. I know, life. I know what Shang Chi was supposed is supposed to be probably part of it. Shang Chi from Mortal Kombat? No, Shang. No, not Shang Tsung. <laughs> Shang is it Shang Chi from the and the Ten Rings? Oh man, I can't remember what it was. I guess you didn't see that one. It was actually pretty good until the end. Ten Rings. Yeah, I don't remember what it's called. Anyway, this movie with is this like the movie where the girl comes out of the TV? no, not yeah, yeah, no, not the ring. <laughs> yeah, the ring part ten. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is it like a ten one? You know? Uh, yeah, the, I have no idea. Like where where Marvel's headed. Well, if they make a if they do a, if they do come out with some kind of Howard the Duck remake, we'll have to then watch it and compare it to the 1986 original. Yeah. Yeah, featuring Leah Thomas, Jeffrey Jones, Thompson, Thompson, Leah Thompson, Jeffrey Jones, and uh, Bull Durham. Oh, um, Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins. Yeah, I doubt. I doubt Jeffrey Jones would be in it. 
He's got he's got a he's got a, a Oh history. yeah, well, I'm not saying like the new remake would have we'd be featuring oh, I'm oh, just saying oh, oh. yeah, I'm just saying like we would compare it to the one we just watched featuring these three people. Oh right. No, right, I completely right. agree. I think uh, Jeffrey Jones has a little bit more stuff involved right now that it will kind of keep him from being <laughs> yeah, starring yeah. in any film. Yeah. So got, we want to get into it. But he's got um some problems. Yes. <laughs> he has some other uh priorities right now. Yeah. So but uh, yeah, so that was a uh, that was another uh, movie chat with Mike and Pat. And stay tuned. I don't know exactly what our next movie is going to be, so I'm not going to reveal it. <laughs> yeah, let's not reveal it. And once we decide, we'll you'll it, know. We'll put it on. <laughs> we'll put it on air, That's and we true. hope and we'll hope you'll listen. Yeah. All right. So uh, be sure to. I haven't mentioned this in a while. Be sure to subscribe. Yeah, and we like to. I like to see the subscriber numbers go up. Yeah, and listener numbers, and share it with people you know. Right, Absolutely. even if it's people you don't like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so we'll talk to you there. Quack you later. Nice. Thank you.